and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's installment of the Totally Still Weekly Show, List Wars. My name is Michael Moran, and I have a very special guest with me tonight, young Giordano. His name is Jordan Springer. Welcome to the show. Hello, Woo. hello. How you doing? Dude, I'm good. My mouth's just a little on fire, but yeah, okay. we're coming back. So Jordan texts me with a wrinkle to this. We're live in my bedroom. First time using the mobile setup from my bedroom. I'm in Michael's bedroom. Yeah. First of all, what do you think? It's been messier, but it's also been cleaner. I I would honestly say I did think it would be dirtier than it is. And oh, it doesn't appear to be so. Thanks. That's You're welcome. Great. Okay, everybody, come check it out. Uh, so Jordan texts me earlier today and says should i bring a bunch of hot wings from b-dubs it's bogo and i said okay and so we got some that were like good for sustenance some some flavors that we like but we decided to get some really hot ones because we thought that'd be funny and jordan didn't remember which ones were on his plate and he has eaten all the hot ones i've eaten all the good ones so i'm going to be taking some bikes through throughout uh and see how that enhances our experience of the matrix and if it helps it's us question reality my glasses my matrix glasses. hey desire and fear yeah wow you have drinking nearly a liter of water almost i it, told you it's hot okay if you need to Ooh. refill or if you, we need to make it cooler in here let me know i'm just i i think the ironic thing is that there is only one wing type that we got that wasn't that didn't have the word spicy in it <laughs> yeah and that's the one i did not include on my plate what you didn't get any of the honey barbecue no i just, that's just forgot the great intro okay well, um, so I was a hundred percent odds of hitting spicy every time. Yeah, you didn't do yourself any honors there. But there okay, rotate. so Jordan's my friend, one of my movie friends. We, we just saw Drive My Car mm -hmm. on Tuesday. It was cool. It was long, but I mm -hmm. liked things that were said in it. There was no drifting, but we got no over drifting. it. Yeah. So you had when they were parked in the literal parking garage, going up like a spiral kind of thing. Yeah, I think that happened. That that's when I was like, I mean. You have to drift right you now. You have to drift right now. Even if it's just like a very like melodramatic where he just like throws his hands up and rips the e-brake and just slides backwards <laughs> like because yeah. he's so sad. And sticks That's, a cigarette out the window. Yeah, still drifting. Oh, drifting with the cigarette out the window would have been the move in that movie. Dude. Okay, yeah, drive my car. It's in like 200 theaters. I, I thought about it the are. next day and I was like, this is a very sweet movie. And I'm like, I'm into it. I was feeling it. Yeah, yeah. I liked it a lot too. Um, So... Yeah, I asked you to come on this podcast, mm. and we're going to talk, because I really want to talk about The Matrix, mm -hmm. so I love The Matrix, I think it's like seventh favorite film, I could stand up and take my clothes off and shout about that all night long, oh my gosh. but I know that two things that we have in common, your Matrix sequel opinion is high, mm -hmm. and I think you had a positive review of this movie. I did. Correct. Okay. Yeah. This is this movie being Matrix Resurrections, which yeah. we'll be talking about tonight. And so uh, that's this has been a weird one for me. Mm -hmm. uh, my review is positive, but when I posted like a list of here's all the ranking of movies I watched on Facebook, like I do each year or whatever, mm -hmm. somebody commented on their biggest surprises and biggest disappointments of the year as well. And I was like, oh, I should answer those questions for myself. And the first thing that came to mind with biggest disappointment was a lot of the choices in Matrix Resurrections. And I feel like I'm really coming around on it. But mm. I was, yeah, I, I, and just the fact that I've thought about it a lot more than most movies I've watched this year kind of right. ups it in my ranking. But I had a lot of problems and things that I, I didn't want that were happening. Um, so to qualify this as a List Wars show, 
I think we're going to break the ice going through mm-hmm. a list. I, I su- suggested we make a list of like three good things and three bad things. Uh, but really, we're just going to end up talking about The Matrix and specifically Resurrections here tonight. Does that sound like a good plan? Yeah, I just I wish I had. I feel like I have Matrix 99 glasses and I, I kind of wish I had Resurrections glasses. Oh, which are yeah. Like different colors and weird oh, geometries. Dude, Bugs' glasses are amazing. So I do have on my three monitors on mute three different Matrix mu- movies playing right now. And Jordan came dressed with his black sunglasses. I should probably get some, but I'm wearing real glasses, so that won't work. Their store. Thrift store, nice. Okay, you're good. There you go. Pro tip: thrift store glasses. Vegan shopping. Let's go. Wait, why is it vegan? (laughs) I'm not sure. I heard someone say it. I I am under the impression that it means uh, because you're not generating new clothing, you're just recycling what's already been worn or used. It's it's inherently vegan. All right, so now that's the argument. I'm going to take a bite of one of the hot wings and say vegan shopping. Yes, vegan shopping. Vegan shopping. The keto keto five G. Which one was that? What do you think? Nashville hot. But yeah, it's definitely. a big wing, so you got to riff while I eat this. Okay. Oh, damn, I can riff. Can't I riff? Um, I guess I'll just do some shout-outs. Shout-out to Vegan Shopping. Um, shout-out to the wife. All right, and we're back. Oh. Before you can say her name. That sucks. I don't want to dox you. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, girl. Sorry, Antifa. Um, I guess we don't need to start the list though, but you, you love the matrix, right? And love the matrix. you mentioned before this, when I said no leaks, save it for the pod, you just had to scream matrix reloaded is my favorite. I feel like that's not super common. Um, wait, I'm trying to get my bearings now. This the is the second one. This is the second one. Yeah. And the yeah, left yeah. monitor, that's the second one. Yeah. That's my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? I think. I know a lot that me, I mean, people have grief with it for all sorts of reasons. Oh my God, this guy is the worst. Wait, they can't see the video. So I you know, can't say stuff like I know, that. but I'm more be ultra specific when you do. I know. I'm sorry. The counselor or, or Niobe's old boyfriend. No, no, no. I'm talking about the one on the middle screen. Oh, oh of course. Dude, he's oh. the worst. Okay. That's so good. Dude, it's the worst he's character about in the, the whole movie. And that, okay. That's my, one of my issues with this is the, I feel <clears> like some characters like him, we're talking about. In Resurrections, Neo's assistant, what's his name, like Duncan or something, or yeah, what's it? It, he we find out he's a machine, whatever. Like, yeah, I feel like he's suppo- which we all assumed. I feel like he's supposed to be off-putting. Oh yeah, but I mean, but- he has this haircut, but he has a high earring uh, on his left ear. Oh yeah, very high. So you're attacking purely physical. Oh, right he out the also. Gate. Wears- I feel like it's more of a personality thing that rubs me the wrong way. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, oh, the personality. I mean, he's there's a Hawaiian shirt under a blazer. Look, that is. <laughs> A Hawaiian shirt under stripes. Sure. Jude he, is the name, not Duncan. Jude. Yeah. Duncan Jude. Yeah. Or like Jude S because he's a machine. Uh, um, so, so I think there's some. He stuff also that's wears a, multiple rings. A lot of rings. Is that a red hand. flag? How, you just have rings on right now. Let I have see. one ring. I'm not even wearing my. Oop, don't well, tell the wife. If you had the wedding ring on, you'd have two rings on, though. It fell off. I would. So you. Okay. So. But he has like. But I have. So you're saying this movie's a perfect mirror making you question your own no, no, existence no, no, no. and it's getting under your skin. No, I'm saying it's satire. Oh, uh, okay. But yeah, I think I think this is one we're not supposed to like, but then I think some of the other I would call him Duncan, not not Duncan Jude, <laughs> a humoristic element of he this new movie. And I feel like that one's like supposed to be a little cringy, but the humor I think that's supposed to just be funny mm. sometimes also is cringier off putting to me. So We'll we'll get into that, but okay. Matrix Reloaded on the left's your favorite. Yes, my favorite. Why is it my favorite? Yes, 
Um, the first movie is an introduction to the concept of the Matrix. Um, it, it, it introduces the problem of good versus evil, right? Sure. Mr. Smith versus Mr. Neo. Oh, I love him. Whatever. Mr. Anderson, right? No, Mr. Neo. Mr. Neo. Yeah. His yeah. father. His father is Mr. Neo. <laughs> yeah. Which is himself because it's a loop. But um, yeah, it introduces the concept very effectively, but it doesn't, you don't participate in the real world, air quotes, as much as you do in the latter two. And I think that's sure. intentional. Yeah. I don't think it was like, they came back with movie two and they were like, oh, we need to do a lot more in Zion. Yeah, you know I what think, I mean? I think like, people, yeah, that's something they don't love as much about the sequels. And I think a lot of people stopped with The Matrix. And this this goes into my view of the Wachowski sisters and what, what they're doing. Like, But I don't think the story was supposed to be over after the first movie. And I think some people only saw that one and they just assume that's what it is. Sure, but yeah. The story is Zion. Yeah. Okay. I O. And I guess that's the story. I guess I yeah. I guess putting the the cart before the horse when talking mm-hmm. about the sequels. You know a lot of people whose impression is like I was just talking to a friend of the show, our my friend and yours, John Slemmer, oh, about Matrix. And yeah, and he's oh, Matrix is so great, and the sequels are absolutely terrible. Like people call these things that's garbage. Johnist take I've ever heard. But that's not a common one, right? Like I feel like I knew a lot yeah. of people. Like I think no, now yeah. people are coming around, but I, I totally missed that. John. Oh yeah, poopy, shout out John. poopy on John. Poopy on John. Shout mm-hmm. out. So as a kid, I watched Reloaded and Revolutions, and I feel like I was too young to be bothered by a lot of things that put other people off. Like I'm like, yeah. oh, mech suits, this is sick. Yeah. And I'm just you're when you're a kid, you're used to oh, the dialogue is the boring part. That's in every movie. Exactly. You just wait to get through it. That happens. That's inherent to all movies. That's exactly right. And so, and then when I was an adult and also a programmer, like. Not only was I, I guess, not a big dumb doofus kid, yeah, big but dumb doy doy. big dumb doy doy, mm-hmm. but I was also a, a middle ditch. <laughs> I was also a programmer. Oh, I saw there's a new middle ditch in Swartz. Dude, Swartz comedy season. bang bang. I got some of his episodes were some of the best things I've never I've ever heard in my there. life. Okay, um, you big dumb doy doy. We'll get him on the show. Oh, you're getting yeah, voices. The, Can we get another voice? Yeah, who do you want to hear? Um, Reagan. Reagan. Watergate. <laughs> what is that actually? I couldn't tell you for the life of me what Ronald Reagan sounds like or looks like. No, I think it's Nixon. <laughs> I think I got him backwards. That's okay. I couldn't. Uh, Nancy. Wait. Oh, can't talk about Nancy Reagan. Oh my goodness, the dude, internet. I don't know. I internet. don't know that either. You don't know that one? No, I, dude. I don't. How even inappropriate know. is the pod we're on right now? The pod. It can be all inappropriate you want, but yeah, go. But you'll edit me. No, no, I won't edit you. I was just gonna say something more embarrassing than whatever you're about to say. Oh. About my like lack of political knowledge, but I'm not gonna. I want you to say okay. an inappropriate thing instead. Oh my God, Nancy Reagan, throat goat, throat goat. You've been Wait, following this? No, is it? I I remember the meme of uh, a guy baiting a Trump supporter into an argument because he posted a picture of Obama eating a hot dog and Trump eating a hot dog, and they <laughs> they were arguing about who could take those pictures a, the same. Who could take a bigger hot dog? And then the guy ah, was like, Obama ah. is the throat goat, and the, Dude, the Trump guy was really upset. No, historical fact. It's going to be in your kids' history books one day. Nancy Reagan, throat goat. Like she did a Monica Lewinsky thing? It, look it up on Twitter. It's this whole. Th- that. That's fine. It's this whole thing of how apparently she would just blow guys all the time in the white house or whatever okay and many people were like eh, she was best at it okay that's weird but you heard it here first list wars exclusive. you heard it here first from my crazy mind <laughs> yeah talking about Jordan my twitter Springer addiction to the show okay so speaking of goats and throats, and throats. Um, i forget what i was saying about the matrix okay but yeah there's a thing where everybody wants to shit on the sequels like they're bad 
not well received and people i feel like a lot more have come around to it i have two for sure yep. yeah and i, yep. I kind of missed the mm. the whole valley where i would dislike them because i was too dumb for it and then i was like too smart for it, it sounds like a dumb mm-hmm. thing. but I, I was into the the concepts and things in the sequels yes and plus like just at a certain age like if the matrix came out today people would be like oh yeah like I get it. Like the mm-hmm. idea you're in a simulation, like the, the, the biggest stumbling right, exactly. block general yep. premise would be much more palatable today. So I feel like just where we are with technology mm-hmm. has made it easier to not dismiss or made it harder to dismiss the matrix sequels and a lot of the more heady stuff. Like I think the architect conversation is the most like amazing thing in yeah. any of these movies. And I'm sure it was nonsense or a big turnoff to people mm-hmm. back then. And this, this, yes, this, this breaks down into a very layered conviction I have about this movie series, which is that it is entirely like self-referential. And I really do believe um, it's a trans allegory. I think it's done incredibly well, but I think, um, crap, what was I going to say? Oh, the thing it does is it's like when we saw it in theaters as young kids, I mean, Matrix was the first movie I saw on DVD. It was the first DVD I ever it's, owned. Yeah, best-selling DVD of all time. Yeah, and I was, I don't know how old I, it came out in 99, so I was yeah. eight, like, and I was just watching that by myself in the basement. Nice. Like, yeah, shout out, shout out to Archana's kids. Yeah. But, um, oh, I just said her name. Oh, your mom? That's okay. Yeah. Very rare name. Good luck. Yeah. Um, Have I been saying it wrong? I literally just asked no, no, you no, 10 minutes ago. No, oh, no, no I asked joke. how Archana was, but it's uh, Archana. No, is remember like the, we talked about this? Is that how people pronounce it wrong? No, it was a conversation with one of, one of our good friends' uh, mother-in-laws. We were talking to her, and she was like, "You're Archana's son," oh, and I was like, "Oh my that. god, I've known you for so long. It's Archana." And she knows your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, hilarious. yeah, because they go way back. Uh, I was yeah. like, man, I I mean, I get it. Every telemarketer yeah. growing up, it was my sister and I. I Maybe it was her. Maybe it was my mom. We would like answer the phone um, when it was telemarketers and we would, if they got her name right, we would keep listening. (laughs) If they got it wrong, it was just beep, hang up. That's funny. So I was just in my brother's wedding this summer and one of his groomsmen's name is Raven. And I said, so was that so Raven, the worst thing that ever happened to you? Like with a name like that, just all the references. He said, no. Probably 9-11, because my last name's Hussein. Oh, <laughs> my. He said telemarketers, with, or like, you know, just people would just be like saying their last name. And like his his mom at restaurants or anywhere would be, when she's trying to clarify the pronunciation, would be like, Hussein, like Saddam. Oh, and like, God almighty. They probably lived in <laughs> under wiretapping the whole lives. I, I just, it was unbelievable. Yeah, his name's Raven Hussein. And, Am I uh, allowed to swear? I keep holding myself back and I don't mean to. No, you're allowed to swear. Okay, There's fine. Will, yeah, we got a lot of potty mouths on this episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. On this show podcast i mean they're doing the dirty right now on screen two over here yeah oh they're missing out on that huge show, hippie rave. yeah which i understand that yeah people didn't want zion hippie raves but i think it's all good i think the zion stuff oh, is dude, interesting i i what? i think the wachowskis are laying out a, a a view of of future religion okay i believe that i mean absolutely like this I mean, is, this like, is like a worship dance yeah, party, no, like no, saying, but like the thing, caricature like, applies, right? Yeah. That it's like you know, sex orgy, just fucking and coke and whatever. But like, I think it's more of like a, we have suffered so greatly that like our religion now is celebration, and and we do it by we fuck whoever we want to fuck, we do yeah. crazy dancing all night. Like I, <laughs> I, 
Dude, I'm telling you, I am deep in the weeds on these theories. Yeah. Also, I always said Wachowski's, but I do hear some people say, is it Wachowski? Oh, I could be wrong. I hope I'm not. No, I've heard both. And that's why I was never confident. I always just read it like a CH sounds in English. Um, the scene is so painful. Okay, we got it. <laughs> I know it. Maybe Sorry. I should take a boy, but no, I Sorry, like friends it. Of the, friends of the pod. Yeah, friends of the pod. Okay, so Sorry. let's talk about, we'll get into all this. Let's talk about three things we like and dislike mm-hmm. about the Matrix. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Sorry, would you rather start distractible. with would you rather start with good or bad? And we're talking about Matrix Resolu- Resurrections specifically. Right. Would you rather do good or bad first? Um, let's do bad first. Okay, we'll do our we'll and let's it. do it in, in the sense of whatever you say. I'm probably gonna get bad and, and retort back. Oh, really? You want to hear my bad bits and play defense? Oh, this would be great. So we yeah. have we have. I didn't know why I didn't I think about this. I have nothing bad to say about that. My point is I have nothing bad to say about the movie. Oh, I have nothing. Li- okay, this is you're exactly who I want to talk to then. Because, yeah, um, take your shot. I don't know why I didn't phrase it like this. We have a like sub-series, uh, a special class of episode that mm. we've tried out on this podcast called Movie Wars, mm. in which we take a movie and yeah. flip a coin, and the other one person has to come with five good things and argue that the movie is good, and the other mm-hmm. person has to come with five bad things and argue that a movie is bad. And... We can essentially be doing a version of that here where we're determining if... Or do you see? Okay, thanks for pointing that out for the viewers at home. Where we're, where we're uh, pointing out, trying to determine, is this movie good or bad? And mm-hmm. uh, since Jordan has no bad things, I will say some of mine and he can retort them. We'll just start out with that. Yeah. And I maybe we just run through them and, you know, a little retort if you want. And then we, like, talk through the movie sequentially. I don't know the best way to do this. I'm you sh- you should watch. I'm going to do my best to obey your rules, but I'm... There's no rules. <laughs> Okay. Just, just emotions. I just feel like I'm going to get running up, up up a storm on some of these. Okay, that's fine. So you should probably way, watch The Matrix Resurrections before listening to this. We're going to spoil everything, and it probably won't make a lot of sense. Oh, yeah, another Your Friend and oh, Mine. Yeah. It's been, it's about to leave HBO. If you didn't oh, go really? pay to see in the theater, watch it know. on Friends of the Pod HBO Max. Or on my middle monitor right Or now. middle monitor. Or yeah. come over to Michael's and watch on middle monitor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was driving to the climbing gym with my friend and yours, Joey Zypher. You're going to uh, Chambers now. Well, this was in Cincinnati, but oh, I do go to Chambers. Yeah, friend, friend of the pod. Yeah, and I he said, would it be, is it a good movie, do you think, like, for somebody who's never seen The Matrixes? I said, oh, it's incoherent. Like, you wouldn't <laughs> understand. It. I, my mom has seen definitely the first one. She went with me and my oh. brother to see this one, Poor Woman, Bless Her Soul. We saw a bunch of movies when I was in Cincy. Best mom there ever was. Yeah, this is probably her least favorite. I just asked her today on the phone, what do you remember it being about? And she says, I know there were two people in love. So props mm-hmm. to the the chemistry <laughs> of, oh. of, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a story about love. And so that's oh. that's great. That was an adorable thing for her Dude, to that's say. that's literally I think that's what the movies are about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but there are a lot of things. Yeah. I, maybe we should just do a word exercise. What are these movies about? And we just say words that would appear in our thought cloud. Love. Um, destiny. Desire and fear. Mm. Prediction. Reality. Prophecy. Oh, prophecy. That's a good one. Uh, determinism. Evolution. Orgies. More Gs. <laughs> All right. Five Gs. Five G. It's going to turn five G's gonna the frogs gay. Topple the American airline industry. Oh, that's it, too. Five G. Shout out to Five G. <laughs> this week's sponsor, Five G. Yeah. The concept. Make it work better. It doesn't work that well. <laughs> yeah. You know, make make it Why give us I less COVID. Um, Dude, I drank 
Yeah, he's almost done with his leader. We're going to have to take a, a pee break, aren't we? Friends yeah. of the pod, now, yeah. Gene. I'm like a huge water guy in this. Yeah, he's got my one leader. I'm going to keep doing that half. bit until you stop me. I apologize. Friend of the pod? Yeah, friend no, of the pod. No, that's okay. We got, Will called me and left me a voicemail. I didn't answer right before this of just two ideas of new jokes. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of a running thing on the pod is I I've get my like joke ideas out here. Dude, I'd love to do bits with you. Let's do bits. One of my favorite ideas on the list is we all come, like, you know, a top five list is the hosts come with five original jokes mm-hmm. and we just give those, but okay. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, if, if, we, if we think of bits, we'll get to them. Bits so let me just, maybe I have like more than three things then maybe I'd say more than three. I'm a brick wall, man. Take your shots. But, uh, okay. Low hanging specific. And this one, you know, I feel like it's hard to retort. No Hugo weaving. That's something mm-hmm. he's, Friend of the pod, Hugo Weaving, Friend just popped the- up right now. <laughs> I know. I I seriously think that is a tremendous miss. I think is it Goff or Groff? Does he have an artist name? John Groff, I the guy who plays New Smith. I think he is awesome, Jonathan mm-hmm. Groff. But like my understanding is there was a scheduling conflict that mm-hmm. permitted prohibited Hugo Weaving from being in this. But all name those scenes of like seeing. Oh, I don't know if Fishburne was ever going to be in it, but oh, maybe that would be cool. So. I honestly didn't know any of them. Were, I thought it might be like a new Matrix story until I saw Keanu in the first poster, but that's that's all I really saw. Yeah. Um, but if it would have had Hugo Weaving in those first scenes in right. what, you know in the, the video game dinner. stuff, yeah, where yeah. Hugo Weaving was like talking like Jonathan Groff does and dressing with mm-hmm. no sh- socks like mm-hmm. he does and running around the office just interacting with Neo, like the immediate tension. Mm-hmm. Like I get they like play those intercut scenes. They give us a couple flashes, yeah, but we don't really know what's going on right, at yeah. that point. But the tension of just seeing them in the room would be amazing. Like, I mean, that's mm-hmm. the two of the most powerful things that work are Neo and Trinity's electricity when they're on the same screen in the same shot Trinity together. And Neo. Yeah. Um, shout out. <laughs> friends of the show. Friends of the show. But Trinity then, and Neo Incorporated. Also Smith and Neo. And like, that would only be, that's right. That would be if it was actually Hugo weaving and Neo, that would only like hit so much harder for me. So that's just a picky thing. Unfortunate. Um, but like you got to agree with that one at least. It'd be cooler to have Hugo weaving in here. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, th- I, I would imagine that's probably the actor just not wanting to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it's an unfortunate picky but, thing. Something I didn't like. Yeah, it's something. this goes into my. I have a, I have a whole theory on what this movie's about, and this goes into it a little bit already. So I might need to save that for later. Okay, that's fine. Um, what do you think? I mean, I don't know what you're thinking. Oh, God, that wing's hot. So Which one? That was the mango habanero. That's the Dude, hottest one we have. Habaneros, there's something about them. Oh. I've been able to do a lot of hot shit, but habanero peppers. Um, shout out to best friend, um, one of the men, um, Sir Dr. I, I think you Tyler. know. No, not Dr. Dr. Timothy. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant my roommate. No, 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 no. Who's Dr. Timothy? Dr. No, Tim. I don't know Dr. Tim. Okay. Shout out to Dr. Tim. He, uh, whenever he's in town, we go get hot wings and we just try to see who can outlast each other. I mean, he wins. He's this big Swedish brute. I can't beat him, but he, oh, um, you're sick. Yeah. One time I was there, I lost, I lost, uh, my right eye. I couldn't see out of my right eye for like a couple seconds. And I was just laughing, just like chugging a Coors Light or something, trying to not do it. Yeah. Now I'm sweating. Okay. Oh my God. I get, my thing is eyebrow sweat. Oh, it's like, like one of those things that hangs off a bodega, catching water. <laughs> That's what my eyebrows you got those are. Bodega brows. Yeah, bodega brows. Shut dude. Out. Bodega brows. Okay. A brand. Number. Let me give you another thing that mm-hmm. I don't 
like. Oh, wait, I need to respond to Hevo Weaving. Um, I think it's entirely because, yeah, he didn't want to be in it, and I don't think that mattered because of what Lena was trying to do here. Okay. Yeah. And again, is it Lena or Lana? I, I say Lana and Lily Wachowski. Yeah. Okay. But we just differ on the last name. It could be. Okay. You say Lana. Okay. I don't know why I say Wachowski. No, I've heard people say that before. Okay. Don't, don't get in your head about it. Uh, all right. Another thing I don't like, and this is, uh, <laughs> maybe it's intentional and maybe that's, you know, I feel like the struggle with me has been things I don't like. Oh, but it's supposed to be that way. Oh, mm-hmm. it's, this is supposed to be bad. And right. that's tough to reconcile. And I feel like there are bits where generally, yes, it's supposed to be that way. And bits where it's like, oh, that's not actually bad. And bits where it's like, eh, it's just, you know, the circumstance of the production of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to say the lack of subtlety. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and so I, I did see someone. Hand. I think it was, <laughs> I think it was. On Letterboxd, there was a review of like people have been misinterpreting the Matrix for a decade yeah. or 20 years. And so Lana Wachowski decided to never be subtle ever again. I agree. But like at some point. But it's even more meta than that. Okay. But like at some point, like I, I do, I like a couple minor flashes, particularly when Agent Smith picks up the gun and it flashes because the, the water is pouring right. down. And it's an amazing shot. Sprink- height, sprinklers, whatever. Yeah. And it flashes yeah. down to him in the rain and we see that parallel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's and like, I like a couple other nostalgic flashbacks. Oh, yeah. Monitor, Central Monitor. It's about to happen. But I, I do not like how much original Matrix footage is in this and like mm-hmm. how they're really spelling some things out. Whoa, and like, on my end. particularly the scene in the theater with morpheus and the rip and like just showing that honestly not even from like a lack of subtlety side as much as a, what is this all like in-game video IRL, irl footage or is that where graphics are i just that seems clumsy to me and then the lack of subtlety with like people screaming bullet time that's probably my least favorite thing and like i get maybe that boardroom scene and all this stuff at the start is supposed to just be off-putting um but that's yeah, the lack Ooh. of subtlety. I feel like, you know, let people, like, I feel like in the first Matrix, they're saying all this stuff and they're just hope letting people catch up because they know it's amazing. And mm-hmm. here they're beating me over the head with all this stuff. It's like, yeah, you know, I've seen the Matrix. Like, you can just yes. make the reference without, like, showing me the entire scene side by side. I can hardly contain myself. Oh, you can? Okay. Come, <laughs> why not? I, I, I realize my, we haven't addressed like th- all the meta things and like how there's I a think lot it's of this. entirely meta. So that's why I'm like, I think I, I, I think we have to talk there. Okay. I think you down. can be meta without and be a little more subtle about it. Like you don't like, but I think the subtlety is part of the, it's part of the meta nature of the film. Okay. Let me just I think subtlety is part of it. Okay. Okay. Well, I know I'm saying it should, it should be, I say, I'm saying lack of subtlety is what I should say. Oh yeah. Is what I'm no, 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 I hear you. So oh. here, here, let me, let me direct you, maybe. Um, we're talking about the Wachowskis, right? Yeah. If this movie was as corny and overproduced as it is, using every dollar of that massive budget for this movie, all that being true... Has to be a choice? Has to be intentional? Has to be a choice. And do you really think the artist, the genius, the brilliance of the Wachowskis was to be like, oh yeah, we'll just do what they want us to do. Yeah. And I get that. Okay. I guess. Oh yeah. What? Okay. Let me, I, yes. I'll let you keep talking. Okay. I've got other, I've got things I want to say immediately. I know. I know. Where this is going to go tangential real quick. No, you're good. Um, what Lana Wachowski did with this movie 
was give Warner Brothers and whoever made that Matrix video game. Wasn't it on PS PS2 or something? She was really involved with the Matrix thing, so I don't think she's Interesting. doing anything wrong. So that's that. why that's in here. Okay. Uh, well, I think just like you, it'd be more even more jarring if the analog was the Matrix is a movie in this universe. So I mm-hmm. think it's just an easier proposition to frame it as a game. But when you show footage of real actors, it would make more sense if it was a movie and Neo was a okay. director. But I think yes. video game is just uh-huh. a less jarring analog since the Matrix is a movie in our reality. Here is here is my quote. Me, this is going to get me in trouble. I don't know if that's right. Uh, the Matrix 4 is La- Lana Wachowski saying to the movie industry, industry uh, fuck you, sure. and um, this movie is about trans pride. Okay, uh, so trans pride. So I, I get the, like, fuck you to the industry, and I get, yeah, the, mm-hmm. her being herself and, like, a lot of the, like, it's it's... I said lack of subtlety. Another like big cringe moment is when they say Warner Brothers. Exactly. Like, yeah, like I, it's intentional. Yeah, like I feel like if you know she wrote every line. Okay, she did, and yeah, she. I did. I. I remember I, I watched an interview with her, and she's like, "Well, people have been copying what me and Lily did mm-hmm. for like twenty years, so I couldn't go He's copy that. I needed, so I guess I'd write some jokes. Okay, I guess we should go to some backstory of. Like that's true. Of yeah. The Wachowskis are yeah. approached to remake the matrix right, every right, right. year. It's yep. really what Neo is in this film. And I get exactly. that analog. Yep. And at some point we're going to get to me. Maybe I'm just a blue pill. And because it's not what I wanted, like I, I wish I could stay in the original matrix trilogy where it's but, about I mean, not meta things. And so I wanted, but the, I can't really blame you for that either. Yeah. Like you I, wanting more matrix. Like that's not wrong. Yeah. I can't you blame know. other people for that. So maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe I think that's the biggest thing is clash of expectations. Yeah. Why, okay. why I characterize yeah. this as a disappointment or some choices made. Um, but here, let me let me roll with mm-hmm. what we're talking about. So I I feel like you can get all that just by how you portray Neo. You don't need to say Warner Brothers. I feel like you get that from the the boardroom scene. I think this is at its worst, the criticism of like Warner Brothers, criticism of the legacy sequels being forced mm-hmm. to brought in to with a focus on money. Yep. And then there's always this like metatextual like commentary on of like oh the internet now is less of like a database than it was right. when majors came out and it's like now it's noise and tweets and like you know everybody's being loud it's cool we can live the there now yeah yeah and like but like when the when the merovingian shows up and he starts talking about oh, well one i can't understand Dressed him like a like a the scarecrow getting run over by yeah. a car or something. <laughs> God, thought, I saw his like henchman. Was I, he Captain Hook? Well, like no, what? I was about to say the kid. The there's like so, some brightly think, colored people. Dude, that, I'm telling you, the entire every single detail of the movie is self-referential, he, and it's her saying "fuck you." Okay, well he looks like or the the I'm just still caught up on Captain Hook because a couple of his henchmen look like I was gonna say they were from the movie Hook, but on like Rufio's Island, they look That's like right. Lost Boys with well, like the paint and stuff. I think I, I'm not exactly sure what that is, even because it's like, okay, look, here's the Merovingian. We all know the Merovingian, but he looks like he's been a pirate since the Matrix yeah. reloaded or whatever. Because apparently, in this version of the Matrix, they've you know had to, they it threw off everything they had with their cultural high society and their nightclubs and their less in control oh, and their hiding because there was a purge. Yeah, and Neo this. says, why weren't they purged? When all the programs were purged and the architect, you know, falls out of fashion and the analyst takes That's over with this new version. So, yeah, I feel like I'm I definitely wasn't tracking with everything like from a literal movie sense of right. geography and time and stakes. 
the first watch was it was still difficult, but I feel like right. I'm there now. Um, but then, you know, still questioning the methods and the meanings behind some of those. But so when the Merovingian shows up, yeah, and he says we had high class in society. Yeah. Couldn't understand him in the theater. Watch it with subtitles at home. And he's like, "You now everybody." And he does like fake texting noises. Yeah. Beep boop boop. Tweet this like yeah, Zuckerberg. Like, yeah. And like I don't know that again. I like I get it with everything else. And there's like I feel exactly. like you can do it two ways. You can have Merovingian say like Twitter is lame uh-huh. and you know dumb millennials and their Twitter phones. Is not lame. Twitter rocks. Um, and I don't have a Twitter and. But then you Come can on, do it man. much more subtly, like when Niobe and Neo are outside the Matrix, and like she says, "Remember this," and all the audio yeah. drops off, and it's like That's quiet, right. and you realize how loud it is, and you compare, like, "Oh, yep. the Matrix we open with, it's brighter, it's more colorful, everybody's loud and annoying." Mm-hmm. Duncan or Jude, whatever his name is, is annoying, Judas. and that contrasts with how we remember the original Matrix being, yep. and like we then see this awesome silence moment, and like that to me is a elegant way to say like you know that's some commentary on the internet is loud these days and things have evolved and changed in the matrix yeah, and like yeah. here's the importance of silence um mm-hmm. and how different you know highlighting that contrast but having the merovigian show up in like mock millennials texting mm-hmm. is so clumsy to me i don't know oh but that's it's just cringy oh, man dude that's like, but like that's, that's my a joke that's in there as a joke so that's your, absolutely so, but why is the joke there we are talking about lana wachowski no, I think that's like in there for laughs. Like I think no, that's just I a don't joke. think it is. Like I think the boardroom scene is in is supposed to be cringy because it's saying something, but I feel like Merovingian, like like she wrote him jokes to say. Like well, I don't think yeah. she wrote him to be cringy. Yes, because I believe Lana's message when we see the Matrix in this movie is look how fucking stupid reality is now. Like sure. look at how silly okay. this is. And okay. so and I, I also think it's a fuck you, why did you make me wait 20 years to do this like you finally make me wait and the only reason this is conspiracy theory the only reason they finally greenlit the production or whatever is because it it would have made them a lot of money okay wait so my understanding is they've been like trying to get her to do this for like every five years tap her on the shoulder or both of them and finally somebody else it was her saying the movie you want to do i don't want to do yeah okay right wasn't that the the case so so I've heard that every five years they ask them to make a matrix and they right. say not interested. And then somebody else was offered it and they said, okay, Warner brothers like Wachowski's, we're going to let this person make yeah. a matrix. And they're, they're like, like no. okay, fine. I'll, I'll do one. Like, uh, cause they, they wouldn't give their blessing. And then they said right. they'd rather do one themselves or Lana did at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she also was in interviews talking about, I know she had like personal stuff, grief and mm-hmm. said she wanted to return to these characters that mm-hmm. were a comfort to her, which is cool. But yeah, and then to come out swinging so strong, like I respect the big swing, and I and I love the like. The Matrix has a history of being something unexpected and something that makes me think, and I love the and like being ahead of its time. Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. straight go after the Warner Brothers and the idea of legacy sequels and these you know carbon copy reboots. Like it's really funny that I saw this and No Way Home back to back because like No Way Home is like. Uh, new. Let's, let's revive stuff from 20 years ago, and, but not, and yeah, but not recycle it in such a clumsy way. Yeah, as okay. like I DC no does way, with everything. No, you I, know? yeah, I think No Way Home's good. It was my favorite movie of the year. Absolutely. But I'm just saying, like, it's weird that like that movie is chasing like ev- like the studios like are like, oh, this is what we need. Like, we'll bring it all back. That's We're gonna right. make a bajillion yeah. dollars, and like, so to watch a movie that's kind of like criticizing that pursuit yeah. at the same time was cool. But I don't want that to be the whole movie. I, and, yeah, and that's yeah. just again my I, expectation. Okay. She's she has every right to make that the whole movie. I don't think that is the whole movie. Okay. But it's too much of it for me. Like, 
That's totally fair. Like, I think it would like, be like you as the viewer, you as the longtime fan, you're like, I hear the message you're trying to make and the stink you're, tr you know, like the it, it's loud and clear. Now, will you please give us this movie? We've <laughs> like, can I have some matrix? right? Yeah. And so I think that's fair. And then, I don't know if that's how I feel, but that's I totally get that. OK. Yeah. And, and that's also where I came from. Like, I feel like if you had a if you were less positive on this take, I would have fallen into your position right now because I have issues with this movie. My review is still positive, but like, I feel like I could really defend the hell out of this movie to someone who has a lot of problems. Like I hear mm. a lot of surface level problems of, Oh, that yeah, doesn't dude. make sense. Oh, or this man. looks bad. And like, and, uh, some of that really resonates with me, but I feel like I could defend there's at the very least plausibility of, Oh, it's supposed to be that way as like a meta commentary on yes. doing the opposite of what you expect. Yes. But like, my number one thing, if I'm going to, you know, if we're ever bring it back to this list of things that mm -hmm. I missed and didn't like, and again, maybe it's intentional and we break that down, is just the absence of the entire visual style of the Matrix. Not yep. even visual, just the entire style of nope, the Matrix trilogy that came to love. And I understand, like, and that makes sense, technology's progressed, society's been all messed up, and she's doing the flip the thing on its head and give the finger to the yes. producers. Yep. But, like, I guess the biggest thing to pick out, again, goes back to the humor. Like, maybe it makes sense. Because the Matrix is all, you know, we picture green, we picture stoicism. Everybody is, like, Trinity is an icicle. Agent grunge. Smith is a... Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Also, they great fashion, too. But, yeah, it's, it's yeah. angry. It's, like, green. It's very pale. I mean, like, pale. how it influenced, like, the lighting. Like, that's such a... Like, if you yeah. watch, you're like, that's a 90s movie. Oh, yeah. Because of, absolutely. like... Absolutely. Yeah. And just the agents and everything. Right, yeah, and yeah. really, yeah. no jokes. And yeah, it was total 90s. That was the... And I guess maybe that's saying something about how technology would advance. Like mm -hmm. you think about the internet back then, it was pretty much yes. like, this, you know, yep. librarian, like, or like, I don't know, is, is much more focused on uh, a studio. It's less of a place for social interaction and more of a resource. It's a database was the internet in 1999. And I feel like the attitudes of the characters can kind of reflect that. We're here. Okay. It just immediately looks so much brighter. Everything's noisier. We have all these dumb, shitty jokes from Jude and Judas. yeah, I guess that Judas, I guess so that, funny. so I've, I've come around to the point where I'm okay with the programs acting like that as much uh -huh. as Neil pa Patrick Harris's jokes always whiff for me, but I'm coming around to the idea of like technologies project. Point. Uh, what'd you say? Sorry. I, I, I said, I think that's the point. Okay, you think that's the point. I think the whole, I here's what I think happened. You no, know, but you, I, I think I, you can say things are the point, but I can't commit to we made a movie bad on purpose. Like, no, like I, don't we made think, humor I don't think they bad tried to make on it. purpose. I think they we, tried to make bad the movie. Jokes? No, I think they tried to make the movie that Warner Brothers wanted them to make, which was everybody's doing, everyone's resurrecting these 20 fucking year old yeah. brilliant movies. My opinion on the, on the film is I didn't want it to happen. I okay. wanted it to happen after the three. I didn't want to wait 20 years. Sure. Yeah. Why? It'll they'll just be worse, and they'll be owned by then. I right? get you. It won't be the Matrix. It won't be new. They won't be in charge. I'm you know. So I agree. They've lived a whole lifetime, and now that's uh, their movie is owned. The reason they can't, it's their they wrote it, and it's such a deep and personal message. I think that the fact that the studio can just every five years like come over and be like, "Hey, we're gonna kick you out of your house unless you make us a Matrix." Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. And I think their response to that is, if you love The Matrix, if you love us, if you understand what we're doing here, you will let the originals be what they are because they are. we're not going to bridge this gap because that's what culture says and that's what these big studios who are out of touch are doing, is bringing back these stupid reboots of shit that no one wants to see. Yeah. 
And I think the response to that was, we're going to spend every penny of that budget. We're going to overproduce the fuck out of this. Like, is the, it overproduced? Fork, I think it's, in, I think it's, very, I, it might be a little toned down just so it, so it literally looks comical. You yeah. know what I mean? But like this train scene, like what? But they're on a train and the swarm. Oh my God. The swarm is a social commentary. He's turning the bots into bombs. Yeah. It's a social um, commentary. Because I mean, this is what it is like to exist on the internet right now is to be swarmed and this by is bots. Lana and... saying, this is the movie everyone wants to see. And that's why I call this the intro. Part two is when they enter the matrix. And that's where Lana brings back what she needs and starts building the real conflict to solve, which is in part three. Okay. Part three is the weakest for me. I think I think part three is the the message of the movie. I think like okay, well I, I I'm I'm down to hear the message in the yeah. finale, but I think execution wise, uh, again not maybe not the scale I wanted. I'm I'm so watching this in the theater. I'm so in for the first forty minutes of like, this is weird. Yeah, I can't wait to have it get answered, and I guess we get all the answers, but like. Yeah, I expected a better payoff in that answering. Okay, okay. but before, I see what you're doing. Get there, I'm getting ahead of myself. No, Absolutely. No, before we get there though, um, one thing I have on my list of things I don't like is, uh, I guess, all based on the fact that we're doing a f- fourth movie that mm-hmm. was never that wasn't in the original plan. Way too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have this like I don't like that Neo and Trinity are alive. Like you know that's kind of clumsy that they have to do that. Yeah. I something that I really loved and respected about the trilogy was that it was like one story that was planned out and it it ran its arc so yep. beautifully. Like Absolutely. I love the sequels and I just wish like, obviously I want more matrix. I just wish mm-hmm. like they'd planned a fourth all along or just yeah. started a new story. Like this world's interesting enough. Let's start the matrix with new yeah. characters. But yeah. Let's answer that question. Why is it Trinity and Neo? Uh, money. <laughs> is that what you want me to say? I want you to say capitalism. Capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 See, okay. I'm a loaded gun over here, man. I'll tell you no, what. You're fine. Here's what I'm saying. Let, let me, I will I will try to contain my thoughts. I have so many I wrote notes on my MacBook, on my iPhone. I went cross Mac. Yeah, like shout did, out to the Mac. Did you bring your MacBook? No, I have my notes on my phone. Oh, okay, cool. But you wanted uh, they're chronological, so I just oh. I'll refer to them when I need them. But <laughs> you there's so many notes. It's hilarious. Capitalism. Okay. Ultimately, so we're not doing it's hide, bad. Hide I get the, it. No, no, no. But, but, but. I get it. Neil Patrick Harris is this new architect kind of figure yeah. where he becomes the power broker, right? And he buys up broker. all the capital and the the two most, he makes the most energy when he puts a live Neo next to a live Trinity because yeah. they have something that's so powerful, love, yeah. connection, um, partnership. Shout out mom. Shout out to moms. Shout out to dads. And he makes it the worst version of the Matrix at the you know cost of his right. subjects. You know, he exploits right. all human beings to... Yeah. So their he, beautiful he thing that should have been them. left alone. Yeah. This beautiful love story that was so personal, so timely for everything that was going on with the Wachowskis and what they were trying to say in the movie, I think. Yeah. That what ends up happening is uh, that thing, that this thing, it's so personal to them, it's reawoken and they didn't want it to be. Yep. The Wachowski says, why did you keep that on ice? We didn't want that on ice. Like, why would you do that so many years later? Like, yeah. we, we, had, we had had conflict for years of like, Hey, this is our baby. Like we'd really like to write our movie. And yeah. again, I'm I'm not confirmed on this. This is my assumption. I'm like this is me reading it and just kind of knowing a little bit about the Wachowskis of like what I'm imagining here, but um the Matrix is precious to them. Yeah. It's deeply precious it. to them. And someone I wish I made it. Instead of letting it lay, someone came in and started resuscitating it. And it's 
and it caused them suffering. Like what, what are Neo and Trinity experiencing? They're, they're constantly waking up next to each other and almost having these atom bomb reactions to each other. Yeah. Going back to sleep, waking back up, going back to sleep. And Neil you know? Patrick Harris even says like Thomas Anderson's you, jumping off buildings. Yeah, he says we torment you in your dreams. Like yes. your dreams are nightmares because it makes us power. Yeah, and that's he, how we he hold is you so here. depressed. He's playing sad Keanu in the. So here's first the half thing: on the surface, that looks really surfacey, and you're like, oh, that's so silly. But when you think about why it's there, because what the Kowskis are trying to say is, here's what the Matrix means to us. The first act of this movie is what they did to it. Two is what it's become, and three is. Um, their message i think okay and so like this will always be the point where my argument or yeah or, which or, is good because we it, found we found that line now it, it'll always be yeah. the point where it either crumbles or rebounds where i can say like like absolutely like they have every right to do that and i respect yep. them but then i can also say like with not just this movie but any movie like i should be able to watch this and form an opinion absolutely without uh yep with knowing anything about directors and or I, I like or totally yield to that opinion. Like and, I, I, yeah. I, and yeah, so totally. as I'm saying it crumbles or yep. it goes right back. Like you can yep. view that's, it through either of those line. lenses. Yeah. Is and it so, for me or is it for them? Yeah, exactly. And so I tend to like my, my thing on letterbox says very unobjective rankings based on how much I like a thing, like right. exactly. context aside. And I and do exactly like the complete that. opposite. And so I respect that. And I feel like I could write a good paper, like mm-hmm. defending that to someone or trying to break down, like, what yeah. they're saying um but yeah I, I liked a lot of what you said and yeah. i even want to go and back now and uh, <laughs> some of my favorite movies are not very good movies but what what keeps me coming back to a movie and what makes me fall in love with the movie is the message like, okay it, it when i understand the deeper meaning and i experience that and yeah. like it especially obviously when it resonates with me like it moves me and like that's why the movie becomes like so powerful to me okay so this, this just seems like a harder message to grasp I'm not getting for me. weak or anything. I'm trying to just explain clearly with my words. But, yeah. Um, what was I saying? Sorry, you go ahead. No, well, I was going to say, it feels like a harder message to grasp. Like, I would understand if you couldn't grasp the message without seeing the sequel yeah. or the, pre- or maybe the three previous. The, maybe that's literally just art. Yeah, it's you just, know? Th- this one's harder to grasp if you don't know, like, a yeah. yeah. story that happens in our world with, like, you know, mm-hmm. the directors and a lot of, and like yeah. just capitalism and things like that, which I don't know, maybe everybody knows that that's how, that's how all art works. So that's a bad criticism, but you know, you no, said, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. You said, uh, the personal love story and the three are in like, or very personal, meaningful story. You're talking about like the Wachowskis there mm-hmm. and the trans allegory more mm-hmm. so than Neo and Trinity. Right. When you, well, I, yeah, I mean, I yeah. think both, but I think Neo and, and Trinity is a proxy for, um, some of their experience. Okay. I, I don't have it totally formed out, but I love them and like, I'm so like just into the matrix that like I'm holding my breath when I see them on screen in resurrections, Neo and Trinity yes. together. But I feel like one of my early criticisms of the original matrix trilogy is they're a little, I guess everything's wooden in that movie, mm-hmm. but like I never got, a, oh, you said like personal, personal story, but I, I assume right. you're talking about Moving. Wachowskis yeah. over Neo and Trinity. Cause I was like, I wanted it to be more personal. Well, that's the one but, thing but I've always longed thing, for. Because not all that, that's the whole thing. Like infinity war, it, you know, I'm sure Disney pushed a little bit, but like it doesn't, it doesn't really have, this is going to sound wrong, but I think you, I, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't really have a bigger meaning. Like oh, it's yeah. an action movie. Yeah. Like you could say that it's about justice and doing the right thing, but like that's like that's just like level no. one kind yeah. of conflicts. Like, yeah. Those are so character driven for me more than yeah. any message. It's, and for you made me, me fall comic in love book with... movies I will fall in love with because I grew up reading comics. Yeah. 
though, Absolutely. like it, it could be the shittiest movie in the world. I, I don't think I've given any Marvel movie a rating lower than like four. I believe it. Yeah, I, I, I'm naturally just Except the same for way. Black Widow, that was so See, bad. Well, okay, you didn't like Black. That's your bad one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it was fine. I thought, I, well, okay. It, I have a much. It just had studio fingers all over it. Okay, it felt grimy. You must love this movie going against studios, but uh, yes, exactly. Anti-capitalism. That was the first Marvel movie I saw in theaters post-pandemic. So I was just like, could not be more ecstatic to be in a theater watching a Marvel movie again. Yeah, yeah. So my Black Widow experience was probably more positive than it would have been because of that. Um, yeah, that's a good point. But I yeah, thought about that. I'm similar. I'm X Men was the comic that I read the most in yep. shit like Ultra. So those movies, a lot of them oh, have a lot of problems, but I still just get so excited to see the X Men cast on screen i just caught a glimpse of the new variant cover for justice league 75 oh tight comic guy oh no i think i actually it might have come out this week what day is it thursday it's thursday matrix day jeez (laughs) dc is they they drop at noon on tuesdays at my comic book shop that's usually when i i've been there with you you got like a stack of like 40 last time we were there oh yeah that was like three months of not going in they had my whole pull list oh really yeah i hadn't been in like three months you're you're supposed to go in on a monthly basis i thought that was your weekly like no that was like (laughs) that was like three months i was like damn jordan's dedicated yeah i went back also has a lot of money i went back the other day and i had this a big stack like that as well and it had been like two months okay um, so this is my favorite bit of you just defending things I don't like. Should I just like, th- I said three things, but can I throw out some little ones just cause we're here and it's fun to have you react to things I don't like in this oh, movie man. that you love. Take advantage yeah. of me. Also, are you at the, is this your least favorite or you, you really love this movie, the resurrections where you mixed it all? Oh, is you, this you're your, talking in terms of rating of, yeah, just like all the matrix movies. Like, is this, where does this rank? Uh, I mean, it's the worst, obviously, but there's a deeper meaning, is my opinion. So, okay, two, three, one, four, cool. Okay, or two, one, three, four. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. Okay. One for me. Uh, yeah. I just one of my favorite movies of all time. I yep. can't think of anything. And again, I don't know movies that well. I literally I've had that same opinion until I watched two, and I was like, okay, uh, the Matrix in general. Yeah. Like two, it. It was just like not it, only was it the best action movie, but this is what I think is so genius. It's so heavy with action and nonsense. And these crazy fights where he's flying around, whooping people like he's a helicopter. Like, yeah, that's it's nonsense. all this nonsense. But at the same time, that second conversation with the Oracle when he meets her in the park before the big fight, like, oh, that yeah. is deep as fuck. I think even the first conversation when she's just smoking the cigarette when he first meets her, that's like, I feel, I feel like it's a shame that you she already died. know the choice. Now you just need to know why you did it. Those scenes are so powerful. Yeah, that rules. Yes, I mean I agree. it's just like picking up right. At, or, or, or rather, it gets picked up right with okay. the architect and all that. Sorry. No, I'm er, telling you, er, everything I'm you say makes Matrix me want to fan. say something yeah. new. Because here's the thing that's why I think these, they do so well. Yeah. If something is complicated, yes. hard to digest, difficult to understand, mm-hmm. they make it accessible. But, well, I'm going to say the audience will keep up with you long enough for you to like get them to some point of understanding if what you're watching is awesome like the yeah, matrix like right. we just said all that nonsense yeah. especially in the first matrix they just drop you in and the characters are talking yeah. about things that you don't understand but everything you're watching is so amazing that you are long for the ride until you get to the point mm-hmm. where there's you have some chance of understanding because they're going to break it down yeah i feel like in resurrections it's kind of switches from that how there's in the matrix where they are explaining a lot to me out mm-hmm. of the gate, 
and nothing is amazing. It's kind of it's it's yep. banal, which is a word I just learned from Wordle the other day. You know, shout it's, out to Wordle. Shout out to Wordle. Out to we do evil, it every day. Evil Wordle. <laughs> John whatever John sent us. Just sent us evil Wordle, which is project. hard hard Wordle. So like yeah. so I feel like at the start it's yeah it's they're explaining a lot from the get go and not just letting things happen. Like it, there's a difference between they're talking about something that the audience doesn't know, but mm-hmm. clearly the people in the world know. Whereas in the start of Resurrections. They're talking about things that the characters don't know and are questioning, yeah. and they're doing that so That's much. It's right. just so dense. Like, I can't imagine. Like, I feel like it's hard, probably got to be hard for anyone involved with this to watch this with like a blind eye. Yeah. But the first watch, it was so dense. And me being utterly befuddled by that, just because of how much I trust these, like in the first 40 minutes, I was locked in. I was like, okay, I can ride with this. I feel like my brother and mom are having a miserable time. This is so yeah, confusing. Yeah. They're going to yeah. check out. I feel like a lot of people, ch- but. Yeah, it's a and, solo film. And and I was into Watch it, myself. but still, and then I, I loved the stuff on IO. Um, maybe I wanted grander, like, because as a young kid, the finales of, like, you know, I think of the highway, Chase mm-hmm. and Reloaded, or, and then the architect conversation, and then the obviously the finale of the first one are so epic to me. Maybe epic, I hate that word. It, uh, I know, I, right. It it's dates me. Like, yeah. it's over, it, but yeah. I mean, I wanted something Funny. just more of epic scale for the heist. And the, uh-huh. the whole talking with, um, what was her name? Sati, the girl. From, yeah, the, the girl like, uh, from the train. Yeah, setting up that heist was all just too clumsy and, like, not. Oh, totally. Not cool for me. And so I just wish the, I thought that build where they had me feeling like an idiot for the first half was going to all pay off in a more elegant way. Mm -hmm. I think we've reached clarity now. Maybe it took me watching it twice. I I totally, I agree. Yeah. But I just, I wanted cool matrix things, which we never got, which is, which I guess is the other thing that comes with me saying my chief criticism is no matrix style. Matrix stuff. Uh, The fighting, I think there are, there are passable action scenes, but just, to take like the other core tenant of like, but in those two, there's some advanced stuff. Like there's they're doing all sorts of new shit, don't you think? New shit. Like what are you, are you talking from a filmmaking perspective or no, in the I movie? Do, with I'm the talking about like wise. Matrix. No Matrix wise. Like at the end where Trinity is moving faster than NPH. Yeah. Okay. So that's cool. Or like uh, even right. John, so that's like an evolution. Yeah. Or Smith showing up and being able right. to use this new bullet yeah. time treat code. Which exactly. Uh, yeah. I know it's hard to explain. I think the new. Why is it bullet called time, bullet time? I Fuck hate every time they say that. I hate it. And I'm, maybe I I'm supposed to. And every time I'm like, God, she's doing this on purpose. Man. Uh, but that's, it's like, I don't know. I, but yeah, I have to keep bringing myself back hey, to, to what you're saying. We're looking at, we're looking at the meeting. And I love how we get a steak shot in the movie. Friend of the pod, the Merovingian. The Merovingian. I, Jordan, you know what? I wanted the blue pill. I wanted the steak. That's what I'm, I think that's what we're figuring out here. That I just wanted them to. Holy shit. I wanted them to make the that's, new. That's the binary. I want. Yeah. I wanted them to make the Legacy sequel. I wanted them to make Far From Home, but oh, Matrix dude. version. I wanted a new Red Matrix. Pill, fuck the system. But I'm just saying, this All is what we're learning. Day, every and day. And so if that's what they're going for, truly, like, that's pretty sick. But it's, ah, you know. Evolution requires revolution, man. Yeah. Um, I'm totally, yeah. I but mean, I anyone who knows me knows I'm fucking straight red pill, but like, obviously. <laughs> straight red. I feel like Lana Wachowski straight doesn't red. like people saying totally that they're red. a straight red pill. Yeah. Uh, you did personalysis before? That um, uh, no. personality test? Oh, like for the, work? Yeah, the Enneagram? No, I, oh. I love the Enneagram, but um, the pers- it's called personalysis. I've I've worked at two places that have used it, but it's um, it gives you a parallelogram, and mine is just this very thin looking one that's all in the red category which is what, what what you would imagine it was so okay did you find a new job are you at the job that yeah dude in? okay cool you're living at- the dream right now okay you are uh to out you on one podcast episode 
I said, I was talking to my friends about movies of this show, and I said, yeah, I was going to see Last Duel with my friend before this. I still haven't watched it. But he kind of got fired today, <laughs> and so that was, this, that, this is Jordan. Jordan oh, is that friend. I didn't think it was going to be that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the other one. No. Um, but, Can I pee real quick? I'm about to explode. Oh, yeah, you've eaten a whole liter. All right, so matrix. we're going to pause here. Pause I the mean, pod. Shout out, the, yep. shout out to the pod. Pausing. I'll go fill up our waters. You pee, and a then flat I'll pee. circle. Shout out to the pod. Time. Oh fuck those honey garlic or honey fuck. <laughs> All right. I was back climbing. And we're back. I just Jordan's got a half of a hot wing in his mouth, but I forced us to turn the air because he said, Look how bad Jada Pinkett Smith's prosthetics are. Am I supposed to have hearing out of both of these? Yeah, do you only oh, have one? No, I just have more on the right. Yeah. I always oh. leave one a little off so I can hear myself. Yep. But he said that look how bad the prosthetics are. That's how you know that orange. That they did it on purpose. And I'm like, no way that they are at that level of FU. That's what's hard for me to grasp, where they say, like, we're sabotaging every inch of this, but still telling a meaningful story. I think... Because I think that... I, I think her goal was... I don't think it looks that bad. I Look at that! What you... What? That, that's that's just an old lady. That's not Jamie with his prosthetics. Are you talking about her? Or are you talking about the floaty guy? I hope that's an old lady, because she looks awful. Okay, that is. That's not. Maybe it's the lighting. Look at look at that. I I've seen worse. I mean, but you really think that they would just like? I think it was a game for her to how much how much you think shit she could get away cheek. with. Yeah. No, really. Yeah. Okay, I would respect it, but that that bums me out because like it's something I was so hyped for and I had no idea. Oh, dude, look at the freaking key maker. See, oh I do God. miss these little like computer dude. computer like analog That's what I'm saying. moments. Two is the best, man. Yeah, like it's just little things you'll catch in a scene or little references here are so like precise. Yeah, and like thought thoughtfully placed. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like mango habanero is not that bad. Oh, that one I think was the hottest for me. I don't know. Maybe it's because I burn myself. No, you're good. I'm just trying to think, like, talking about Reloaded being, you say you love that so much. Like, the things I fell in love with this with this movie, like, outside of the groundbreaking action and stuff, and then, you know, the, the messages on top of that is the physical representation of programming, the ideas of mm -hmm. how a simulation would play out, and, yeah. like, the little, like, I don't know, playing with, with choice and, and artificial minds, creating artificial yeah. minds, and vice versa, and... I don't I don't know. I guess the the latter is definitely present in Resurrections, but the little like programming analogs I feel like is a uh, is less less present, less in the foreground in this like the actual iterations well, in the matrix are are more dry to yeah. me. I think it's well remember that like Hedwig whatever Hedwig the, the in the new movie the Harry Potter's Al? Yeah, like there's one of those. It's like a droid or whatever for her. Oh, they made a cute droid. Right, and it's like really pretty and it's shiny. It looks like you know, like a typical toy store. Oh, like, I thought you meant they have they have a little cute one. Are you saying in the Matrix Resurrection? Yeah, in the movie. You know, the cute oh, the, one that like reports flies. back to her. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a cute one that also I sits on the operator. I think desk. that's part of that kind of style. Yeah. Like I hate it because that's not what we want to see. I think oh, it's stupid. Wait, but like, wait, okay, you hate that it looks like that, or you hate that that's a thing? Because I I love that I like that that's a thing. I like that the the concept of this, you know, obviously like the evolution and like the species kind of like interacting together. Like I get all that, but making it like this cute, like you know, it probably makes oh. like a oh, cute noise when it lands. You know, it's just like is the cuteness commentary, which I think which could I totally, think which could is totally part be. of my theory that it's over the top on purpose to say fuck you to the to the music or movie industry. 
But yeah, I do not like it. That's where I'm. That's where yeah. I'm siding with you. Where I'm okay. like, that's too much because it's so. Yeah. I just want something to be real. When I saw the little guy, so I don't know if you yeah. remember, there's the little robot that sits on the operator's desk when they meet like the three robots on board the ship. His name's like uh, Lumiere or something. I remember it's something with light, but uh, so he's making she's making fun of the no, candlestick. It, it's not from... actually that. That it made me think of Lumiere from no. Beauty and the Beast. But I was like, that'd be funny. It's the cute little one. It made me think of like BB-8 and like oh, all these Lego sequels. Oh, like, BB-8 Baldroid. The, the producers just like yeah, throw a cute CGI sidekick in there, dude. I have got have have you ever listened to Comedy Bang Bang? I've listened to it, but not. A I Thomas have to Middleditch send you episode. when it's Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz. I, I love is, their Netflix special, and this is like years before that special. That's why I was already on them. Okay, but um, they do this whole episode. Uh, ben Schwartz is on a lot. Friend of the pod, Ben Schwartz, and he um, he's on to start the year every year with Scott Ackerman, the host. Okay, um, hot soccer mom, but he uh, comes on, and he always does this like. They always like talk about what he's been up to, what he's been what he's been doing. And one year he had just done, he was a consultant for the new Star Wars movie, for Force Awakens or for Force Awakens. Okay. Yeah, he was like him and someone else. I forget the other comedian, but they were consulted to make BB-8's voice. And Scott Ackerman thought that was hilarious because it's like it's just it's just beeps. And then they do this whole bit where Ben Schwartz is like, "What <laughs> Scott will be like." BB-8 rolls into the scene. He stops and looks at Poe and he says, and he cue to Ben Schwartz and Ben Schwartz just say like, my name's Baldroid and I am out of here. And then he make like a kind of running away noise. That's funny. Um, it made Tom, me think of that. Tom Holland does an interview where he was auditioning for John Boyega's role in Star Wars The Force of Reagans. Did he really? And he went in and he was talking with the droid in the scene. He didn't expect them to actually like have somebody back. there to do and, back. and so he reads a line and then a, a just woman stone oh, face says the one. beeps audibly like says the bb8 beeps and he started bursting out laughing <laughs> he didn't get the job um but okay jordan we're matrix resurrectioning mm-hmm. ourselves i feel like if anybody is listening to this podcast even though we've probably gone for like an hour there are some people that are screaming how long do you normally do it they can be you know 35 minutes to three and a half hours oh my god i could do hours um, on this shit um there could be people screaming at us to please talk about the film concretely yes, before we fair continue enough. break. So maybe we break and we talk about just a high level yes. um, chronological of what happens and maybe not so much what it means. And then we can come back and do that. Or yes. I guess I, we never did a list of positive things, which I would still love to do. So we could do that after this. We could do a list of positives. Yeah. But do you want to, do you want how about we talk about the film chronologically first? Okay. Or do you want to do positives first? I don't want Well, we did negatives. Okay, we should do positives. Let's, yeah, let's do positives quick. Okay. You actually have positive things to say. You want to say it? I do. Three? Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Because uh, mine, are, mine are pretty specific and can be said and left pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, you can go. Or we can we can each do our number three if they're in, in order. Or you can just say three things you liked. Okay. I will do three things. That I will. Friends of the pod, you out there listening to this. If you know me, you know I can barely stay on task when I talk about anything. So, uh, okay, great. Apologies, but um, this is this is a good dynamic where I just say something and you freak out about and it. And I'm just like super emotionally vulnerable and just like, am I talking too much? I'm anxious. You're great. You look great. Number one, the movie's hero is Trinity. Love that. I can explain that. I can explain okay. levels of that. See, I'm and I, this is funny. You're gonna say good things and I'm gonna counter because I'm gonna be like, isn't the point that we're breaking the binary, and it's not that either one of them is the one. It's that they are the two. Together, they're the one. 
No, both. breaking the binary is that they end up choosing to stay in the matrix when they've seen the outside well, I world. I think there's a lot more binaries being broken. There's a, oh, absolutely. whole things about... Oh, taking... I know. That's my theory. Okay. It's, okay. it's deep. It's all that. All right, cool. But yeah, yeah Trinity's the hero. You know, somebody, Yeah, I think Trinity's the hero, and I think a subset of that is if you think about this movie in terms of canon, which we've already covered that you might not... Um, <laughs> Me or the listener specifically? Uh, both. I, 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 I just, I'm. No, I didn't know if you're just saying that. No, no, no. I'm you rather I'm validating uh, that that opinion because like I get it. Like yeah, I totally vibe I with it. that. Yep. Um, what I'm saying then is, if you consider this canon, I think this movie canonically argues that Trinity has been the hero all along. That's insane to me that you have to clarify if you consider this Karen. You are that like no, no, no. But I'm so, saying yeah, yeah. some people are are like this is obvious trash and twenty years too late. Like. It's like I, I have a hard time considering any canonosity between the recent three Star Wars and anything before it. Okay. Because I think there's such dog shit. You think they're dog shit? Hate okay. them all. Okay. See, I feel like the same people that would love this movie love The Last Jedi in my yeah. mind. Because they're... Well, I'm being too negative. Because there are willing, parts I love, but break. I was so, so disappointed they're, by them. I think there's some clumsy execution in The Last Jedi, but what I appreciate about this... And what I appreciate about The Last Jedi are they're willing to break that binary and say, we're not just going to do Matrix 1999 again for the yeah. cash cow. Yeah. Let's try to take a story and go somewhere rather no, than they're doing Matrix about- 2022 for the cash cow. Yeah, well, being told to. Yeah, yeah, but they decide to go somewhere else because they think These I have not that hot once you burnt yourself. Yeah, once you burnt all your once taste the, buds. They're all gone. It just tastes like bad chicken. But, but like, the, the idea of the legacy sequel is... This is sacred. I don't want people on the internet to crucify me, so I will make nothing new and just do what's proven. Mm-hmm. Or it's I can look for like ways to actually progress the story and say something new within this universe because that's like I mean that's how stories work. That's what we want. So I respect the Last Jedi and this movie for, for mm. doing that. Okay. Um, but okay, so that the was Star a good- Wars movie should have ended with something to do with Vader. It had nothing to do with Vader, and that pissed me off. Okay. I mean, it didn't have, obviously it didn't have nothing to do with it, but he was he was a ploy. He was a red herring. I always thought at the end that she, when she says her last name, she's just gonna go, "I'm Ray," and the person goes, "Ray what?" She's gonna go, "Ray Star Wars." <laughs> Dude, the first time I saw that, I I was so mad. I I can't remember who I saw it with. I was so mad. And then the second time I saw it, I was like, "But that's like, I I don't know. Like, if you want to take it seriously, if you want to look at the character Ray and actually feel for her, you can be like, that's a lot of agency right there." Okay. That's her yeah. saying like, dude, I came from shit. Like I, 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 as a person can change my name. I can, you know, like I, she was like, I don't want to be connected to the family that I was of origin. Like yeah. my Somehow parents were apparently great, but like, you know, she came from this darkness. So, yeah. or she didn't like remember. I don't even know if she remembers her yeah. real last name. I just remember seeing the opening Ray scene. Ray Pol, Pol Haver. No, it's it's Ray somehow Palpatine returned is yeah. the full real original last name. Pal, Pal of old Palpatine. Yeah, Pal of old Palpatine. Pal patrols. Palpatine patrols. But that the uh, Rise of Skywalker opened with Kylo Ren being a fucking oh, hell sweaty yeah. monster oh, hell yeah. in the jungle. Which just makes just you really... beg the question, is Kylo Ren hot or not? Or oh, what's, so his, hot. what's his face? Adam Driver's so hot. Kylo Ren is even hotter than Adam Driver. But did you see when they did that SNL sketch? Oh, and it was, was literally yes, it was amazing. So, it was yeah, amazing. I, I think he's handsome. But I, I don't, um, I'm just saying, at that opening scene of The Rise of Skywalker, I thought that movie was going to be awesome. I was like, this rules, I'm in, and that was the highest oh, yeah. I felt. On and it. it lasts for about 40 seconds. There were still, and then another high point when she does Force Lightning. This is not what we're talking about. Okay, what's another Sorry. thing you like about The Matrix? You're, you're, give me two more. 
Um, I, you I think I, th- I do. <laughs> okay, it's in, well, he, he's just watching the highway scene of Matrix Reloaded on my left monitor right now. Which have is you guys seen these? Uh, friends of the pod, have you seen these have movies? Have you seen Matrix Reloaded? He has when Lord Fishburne has. If the you have seen these goddamn movies, you would not be mad at me for getting katana distracted. The katana in the other hand, and then he sticks the katana in the side of the truck. He's a and he's white guy with it. dreads. Oh my god! Th- this is he's yes. At, Matrix- he, we have no idea what he is. He yeah. looks like a snake, it's a, like, a white snake that I you really, use to clean your pipes. I don't know what people were upset about with this. Because really thin glass. The, I can put my glasses the on. The action is so amazing, but yeah. like the architect convo, the heady stuff is also better than, I mean, not better. It's I just, actually, I think there's some points where it's a little clumsy, but I, 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 it's so overall good. I fuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's so good. These movies are amazing. Yeah. Folks. Revolutions, home, I think is the low point of the original three for me, but. Okay. Interesting. Um, also, you. You gotta oh, watch here comes, the Animatrix. Here comes the the play the hook. Merovingian. Yeah, yeah. We're watching all these movies at once. Um, Jordan. Also, I, don't I know do. Wait, seen I it. was gonna say my second good thing. Wait, can I say one more thing though about yeah. how much of these movies? Yeah. To some criticism, we did an episode of top five documentaries, and in mm-hmm. my top five documentaries, I put The Matrix Revisited, which is just the standalone DVD making of The Matrix, and it's so amazing. I've never seen that, and it highlights some of the like. Oh, you should watch it. I can give it to you on like a flash drive when yeah, you leave. link me, bro. But, um. It, it like shows me. how them rehearsing for six months, going through all this insane choreography and these like long shot oh, the, takes. the script, I'm sure. They got to get it precise. Oh, oh, well, one. Okay. Sorry, this is going to further delay your second good thing and back to criticism I had. Folks at home, we're, we're off we the rails. We are off the rails. We are running. Hey, we've woken up. We've my, red My kid out is of asleep. This. My wife is like, yeah. you were out past your, your bedtime. Your kid is, I was going to say dead, but that felt like too much. Jeez. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You know, the other night I thought Your about... Your kid is a lie. He's a program. He's a bot. The other night I literally thought about that. I think it was, we were, uh, it was because we saw that movie. Drive My Car? Where... Spoilers. Spoilers. Um, he loses... But he had lost a daughter. You don't see the daughter pass or anything. It's yeah, I wish part of his history. But I thought about that. I thought I was going to have a damn panic attack oh, laying in bed. I'm sorry. No, but it's... I mean... And that's sweet. But sorry, I almost said your child is dead, and then I pivoted to your child's alive. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's fucked up, alive. but like, it's cool. I love you. I love you. Um, you love Baby Acer? Also, Drive My Car had Why a, am I saying his name? Uh, yeah, dude, you're doxing your kid. Um, Drive My Car had a spot in the movie where all audio dropped out, much like in The Matrix Resurrections. That's right. And yeah. it, it hit really hard. Finally, it's crazy how yeah. that can be like such a yeah, yeah, yeah. powerful it's effect. It's that pit of your stomach kind of noise representation yeah. all right so back to finishing my tangent so that you which sub tangent are we returning now, to okay, which level of the yeah, matrix we're dropping back into when we were talking about resurrections mm-hmm. and how precise that'd be and you said the word storyboard i think um so back to my thing of like i said knowing their lines but yeah oh maybe i maybe think of the storyboard so the whole absence of everything visually that i know the matrix to be and the precise like hand-to-hand like insanely dialed blocking of shots and specifically like yes. choreograph yes. choreographic choreography of like action scenes i know that's so Kung surgical Fu. in the first one feels like totally absent and like that's like one of the core tenets yeah. i'm just always so excited to see and so it's fine and i understand if that was a conscious choice but it right like me if wrong. it was it's like don't you at least want to pull off a good matrix movie yeah yeah and like okay. i'm coming around folks yeah i am coming I'm around you could do all the commentary but still do a good matrix movie. but maybe it takes it away and Fu. maybe she's really over being unsubtle because people took the wrong the other, the other movies the wrong way but yeah in the matrix revisited they hire a comic book artist mm-hmm. to just 
absolute precision storyboard out right essentially like a giant chunky graphic novel which with every single camera shot there was nothing that was like i mean maybe they made some decisions in set but there was nothing they didn't go into with the plan they had every shot like a comic book frame of like the camera viewing through trinity's raised arms in the first scene and they then did six months before they ever started filming of taking all the actors in and just training fight scenes with um, somebody, I forget his name, who couldn't come back for and this movie. And they were movie. all like into it, right? Like, I mean, uh, what do I mean? It, the actors? Did anyone come into them like totally cold on like karate and judo and shit? Like, I think they were all, I think like they were all Carrie cold. and Ma- Moss and like uh, Keanu, Reeves, Keanu Reeves breaks his back during this, which is why in a lot of the fight oh. scenes... He he's is, so stiff. He's so stiff, and like it works for his character and yeah. for the Matrix the, oh, thing. Oh, I thought it was like a character. The one. Yeah, I thought and it was an actor choice. Then in uh, Reloaded, he's fine, but like he still plays up the like stiff, raise one wow. arm kind of thing. But you watch him the the behind the scenes. You would love this Matrix revisited. Keanu Reeves yeah, has, a, has a back brace, and like he's just covered in sweat, and like it's nineties. He's wearing just gray sweatpants, gray sweater, and like they're just doing kung fu. And so like they do that for weeks and have everything so planned. And this is like. Very, like we're watching a fight scene right now in the middle monitor with the Merovingian. It's a lot of quick. It's like cuts. a high school play of Hook. Yeah, it's like the Jason Bourne like action movement that came after the Matrix. Like the Matrix brought in like, um, this guy is they, such an ill fit. They brought in a like sense of geography to movies that yeah. I feel like wasn't in America in a lot. Like long takes where we can see what's going on, precise. Okay, yeah. And so that's one of the big things that's missing. That like to me is a core tenet of what makes the Matrix so awesome. Um, so we get a good fight with Smith and Neo, but it's, and I understand Keanu is old. The choice for Mr. Smith is just awful. You don't like that actor? Okay. I thought now you're the critical one. I think no, he's a good I, actor. I, I like him in the hangover. That guy's in the hangover. Yeah. That's what? the, that's the guy that gets lost. No, you're thinking of a different guy. No way. <laughs> that's not him. This Look is it the, up. This is the guy from Hamilton. Jamie. This is King George from Hamilton. I've is. never seen Hamilton. What? I don't. I don't do that shit. What? Are you, okay, hold on. I'm gonna Google. Is I can't John, stand people sing songing in my ear for two hours and I have to pay for it. Jonathan it's not happening, folks. In the Hangover, um, he's the guy who's lost. Uh, in Hangover Two, is he in Hangover One? No, he's in the original, the first one, Hangover. He's the groom or, that they're taking out, and they lose him. Oh, he's got longer hair. And he before that. He was the cute, quirky sidekick in uh, National Treasure, and he was oh, amazing. Okay, I love he that. He was That's incredible him. in okay. National Treasure, and now he's like forcing himself into like a lower register with his voice and all this. And I'm like, dude, this is not your role, bro. Dude, I think first chills I got in this movie. Well, I guess the opening scene when it was just doing the Matrix, I got a little chills. But first chills was when. Wait, what have you seen him in? Hamilton. Oh, and just like, Hamilton. Like, uh, I feel like he's... I don't really- tell you <laughs> uh, And I looked National Treasure and apparently a hangover. Um, but when he picks up the gun in the rain and it just does a quick flash, that's all I want. I don't want, like, half of the original Matrix movie mm-hmm. in this movie. It does the quick flash to Smith. Yes. And he yep. he says Mr. Anderson with, Mr. I think, the Mr. right cannons. Yeah. And it's that big honking the yeah. forest and, like, the Wachowskis gave the him heavy the, rainfall. the biggest desert eagle in the yeah. original movies. Yeah. And, like, like, six inches long. That callback with just the water flowing down, Ooh. that was the first chills I got in this. That was cool. But, okay, your second, okay, see, your second yeah. thing you like about the Matrix is... I could hey, um, I could do this. Did you watch Hawkeye? Did you see that Captain yeah. America song? Okay. Yeah. Um, oh my God. The the so finale. We can't. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> yeah. We right. can't. What's your second thing you like about this movie? Um, the second part. Uh, uh, the first part is Trinity. The second part is um, 
Neo. Okay. <laughs> Let me explain. Hold on. This just sounds like I don't get to just say two words. I know, I know, but it's funny if you did, because like imagine asking like my ten year old cousin, what were two things you liked about the movie? Um, Trinity one, and I would tell uh, your ten year old cousin, two, hey dumbass, movies Neo. have deeper meanings Neo. than what you little shiny. But I can get an action figure at the store no. from my uncle Michael. Wait, I'm just joking. I'm just. It's funny that you just. I like. Do you have a baby cousin who's ten years old? I have a she. She is eleven, and then I have a. It's eleven, eight, and six. But oh, I'm making fun of real people. Yeah, the eleven year old is so cool. She just got Dungeons and Dragons starter kits for Christmas, and uh, she watches a lot of the I same anime. Like hyperbolically. No, no, she watches a lot of the same anime oh, yeah. as me, and uh, they were in well, Pokemon. Yeah, then She's tell her it's about it. love. But yeah, okay. Um, I just thought it was funny to hear that you, you like said Neo and pause. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a thing you like about the Matrix is okay. Neo. Yeah, number one is Trinity because Trinity said- is is the action hero of the movie. Uh, she dis- okay. <laughs> action I, hero. This proves that you didn't let me explain my first point. I know, I if know. we're going this deep now, okay, folks at home, we're going back to point one. Point one, Trinity. Why is Trinity the hero? Trinity okay, is so- kept alive against her will. Trinity is awoken in the Matrix because her connection with Neo. Am I yelling into the into the pod? No, you can yell. All am you I want. okay? You can yell louder. You're not peeking. Yeah, no um, peeking. Yeah, you can go twice as loud. That's illegal. Um, the stop watching the Matrix. It's so fucking good. Did I turn it off? The whole highway just blew up. The <laughs> highway blew up. It was so cool. Not made of gas. I'll and now watch. he's flying. And now he's flying. Uh, yeah, that was really cool. With and these all- long cloak like. Dude, dude! So much of the okay. Matrix right now is is just people in a chair watching code. So it's really cool that they brought them into the Matrix. And we in this are one. in chairs watching the code that makes the code. That's true. But did you wrap hear, your head around that. Did folks you hear the thing I said though? Like how I like how the operators can be in the Matrix now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, they like blend in. Yeah, yeah. No, like they like you know they they pop up next to the people when they're not. What do you mean blend in? Like it's AR. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. Cool. They're yeah. augmented reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, so Trinity is the hero. She's held, she's kept alive against her will. She is kept alive against her will. She is um, stricken of these memories of Neo. At, uh, at least, well, I, I guess that's not true. I guess they're... No, Neo experiences them more, wouldn't you say? Neo has a harder problem forgetting than Trinity does. Well, she has a family now. She's moved on. She's married to an Android. Well, who Shout is? out to Apple. Shout out to iPhone, Team iPhone. Android named Chad. Yeah, fuck. Who's Chad Stahelski, who's yeah. Keanu Reeves' longtime stunt double and director of John Wick. And his name's Chad. Yeah. He's a Chad. So here's my point. Trinity, against her will, her body, not her choice. I'm sounding like I'm being well, over, over the top on purpose. I, I actually totally think this is what's going on here. Is Trinity wakes up in the Matrix not knowing any better, and now she's a mom. And she's in a relationship that I think is supposed to be abusive. Obviously, it's a droid, so like whatever. But um, he's credited as Hot Chad in the credits. Jeez, he's not that hot. But anyway, so when the movie ends, Neo's like, "Hey, Trinity, we can find love. Like we can be in the real world." It took us an hour and twenty to get this Keanu impression. That was great. Whoa! But Trinity says, "No, I want to stay in the Matrix." That's why this movie is. Oh, shout out to friends of the pod. Jack Bauer, 24. I forgot this was on. We're okay. <laughs> Come on. Just my wife. <laughs> We're back on point one. 
You didn't let me finish the first time. I, I have a lot to say. I'm sorry, I do. It's been a long pandemic, man. Yeah, it has. All these thoughts. Hey, desire and fear. Desire and fear. What does that mean? Is that like the podcast? No, that's from the mate. So that's why they <laughs> said me. It's literally the scene we're watching right here. Is Neil Patrick Harris says, do you, know the, do you know the code for like fear and desire are almost identical or whatever? And he's like, that most like 99% of your species live uh, in fear of losing what little they have. And like, you know, they have all this longing for what they don't. I forgot. Like our human existence is fear of losing what we have and desire like those are the two most powerful emotions so that's what causes mm. the most power for the machines to generate all this energy is if they let us live in desire and fear okay continue see this is why we're on point one folks yeah. <laughs> point one trinity decides i'm now a mother i have a life here in the matrix and i think i can make this place a better place i think i can improve this world i can be a god here in a very virtuous sense oh you're saying by the end of the movie Right. Cool. Okay. So she says, this is my choice, Neo. I want us, our partnership, I want us in the Matrix. And Neo, why he's my number two, is because he doesn't fight back. He he acquiesces. He says it's her decision. I support her. I'm with her. And Neil Patrick Harris really hits that home to, the, I guess, the point you're making where he goes, can't you control her at the end as he's yeah. as she's punching him up exactly. and he just shrugs? Just, yeah. yeah. Uh, exactly. Just how I how I met your therapist it, it over actually, here. Obviously, that's over the top, though. That's the second, like... NPH wouldn't Wh do that, bro. NPH women are bad joke. There's another one earlier about women used to be. No, I think there's there's can't you control her? Women used to be so easy to control, and yeah. there's one other yeah, one yeah. does, which I guess yeah. Which is why the machines, which are tech taking over, are at their core driven by capitalistic endeavors. Capitalist endeavors come along with this whole patriarchy stuff. I mean, there's a finite resource that they're trying to get the most of. Energy. No, he's trying to control it. He's not trying to share it with the rest. He's trying to make as much profitability off it as possible. Wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess, yeah. He does talk about it. He's, not, he's not selling setting. at the station. He's like, I'm going to... He he literally says, I saw an opportunity. I sw it, He is the housing collapse. Yeah. He <laughs> like, convinced them to resurrect them. It cost him a yeah. bunch of money, but he's probably... And now he okay, runs... He literally runs the Matrix. That's robot capitalism. Sure. So, again, Trinity number one. She wants to fix the system. She doesn't want to leave the system. She wants to stay in it and fix it. And Neo says, I'll take her lead. I'm going with her. That's Trinity's number one. Neo's two. Okay. Number three I haven't come up with. Yet. All right, cool. I'll say my three real quick. Uh, number three, fashion. I love seeing some sunglassed album cover looking motherfuckers rolling okay, into the other Matrix. Than Judas. What do you mean? Remember we already had this discussion about Judas, about how bad oh, his fashion yeah. sense is? I, okay, but yeah, the bots, everybody who's part of the Matrix. No, I'm talking about the, the crew that rolls oh, in. Gotcha, gotcha. As soon Got, as oh, Bugs yeah, yeah. and okay. her crew, well, Bugs' pants at the start, her glasses. Bugs, Bugs Bunny, uh, like a bug. Yeah, see, that's a little over top. I Punch wish me I in the throat. See, what you're with me now. I know. You, I converted you. I I'm went, a Gemini. I flip. <laughs> you, you believe I'm it? highly malleable. <laughs> okay, so... I wish Bugs just said that her name is Bugs, and then we could be like, oh, like the bunny or like the things that trace you. But she literally says Bugs as yeah. in bunny or the things that listen to you. Intentional I over exposition. Yep. Yeah, well, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> but okay. So the fashion, I mm. think in particular, Bugs, they look oh, yeah. great. Like, and walking through the mirrors now looks so sexy. I remember mm. thinking. Because I was shocked when this wasn't in 1999. That's one of the... Yes. I was dumb to yep. waste my bandwidth of trying to pay attention to what was going on. But early yep. in the movie, I was like, wait, if this isn't 1999 anymore, how are they going to do bones and things? It has to be today and, because it is a commentary on today. Yeah, yeah, But I like how it's the windows. But seeing yes. them with their cool clothes walk out of windows is awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, number two, 
I'll say uh, I've got, which I've kind of already said, the mystery of the first 30 to 40 minutes mm -hmm. where I'm along for the ride and I don't know what's happening and it's shocking me. Um, I mentioned that it wasn't as big of a payoff as I expected, but still cool. Number one, robot civil war. You just talked about robot capitalism. I'm into that. I love the idea. That's a great point. I love it. Like, I honestly would have loved like a tangential movie where we'd ever saw Neo and Trinity. We got to see like the oh, robot absolutely. civil war. And I, that's what the animatrix. This movie's about evolution. Yeah, you should check out the animatrix. They, they evolve too, right? Yeah. And they I have think conflict. That's they fight what, over resources. Resources are finite. This whole movie's about the world blowing up from climate change. No, and but no, they're like, they're changing too. That That's all over the first three movies with like uh, Sati's parents yes. are like, oh, we just made a child yes. for no reason. Like Smith is breaking out in the same way as Neo. Like we're seeing. Yeah, they made a child and they're like, oh. Re recreation is beautiful and like these yeah. are the ideas i love of the first one of like we have programs programming programs that are then doing their own thing and breaking free like and, and who are ultimately controlled by a deeper program yes yes and and so i love the idea that we get to this robot civil war eventually and this goes back to the binaries that's another binary we're breaking of us and them yep. we've now got yep. it's more gray than that it's not black and white of robots and machines i like your evolution to, is machines and human yeah i like right. to, we get to see them yep. working um together and some robots working at, at odds with one another i'm all about mike is definitely gonna pick up me cutting into the swings no that's cool dude you can cut into that hot no i just think it's funny if i listen to this later and i like hear myself going I don't know how to think. I don't know how to say this before, but I like I used clearly. to edit these so much more. Now I'm like way past I'll leave it. it. Um, but yeah, so Robot Civil War, Robot Capitalism, just the idea of of like what they do outside of the Matrix. We never really got, we only mostly saw the drones in like the, the, the squids in the mm -hmm. first three movies. Mm -hmm. um, I guess... I don't love the little ball technology. That's the programs we visible. That seems the most like magic that we've ever gotten in the Matrix universe. I did, like, which sounds like a silly criticism to like. I, can't I think wrap it felt my, a little forced. I can't wrap my head around that technology because yeah. like, isn't that what a robot is? Like, a robot is run by a program. It's already a physical representation of a program. Why do we need this superpower beads? That feels like power creep. Yep. But it, it looks scope cool. creep. Scope creep. Power creep. Yeah. Listen to your scrum master, folks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then. Honorable mention to the moment when Niobe asks for volunteer. I need two volunteers, and they all step forward in unison. All Hell the yeah. captains. Hell that yeah. That was super cool. Because, right? because that's super cool, especially because none of them were there, right, the first time yeah. around. Yeah. And they are truly inspired by the belief of, like, Neo. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're going. Yeah. I'm into all that stuff. In The one guy even, like, self-referentially in the fighting the cast of Hocus Pocus or whatever, like... The the pirates the the oh, Man yeah. Mandalorian Machiavellian the, the, the prince uh, the Merovingian Merovingian that's right yeah when they're fighting him the two people that are like walking up behind him are literally like you know we're probably gonna die right yeah and they're like yeah I'm okay I, f I figured that's my you're role so in this to the cause yeah and I love all that stuff and yeah. all the Zion commitment and the prophecy and all these things and so like I feel like I'm the neologist or whatever that guy on the ship <laughs> says he is and coming into this movie and like, I respect and I yield to your authority, Lana Wachowski to give all the fingers you want, but I wanted my, I wanted more matrix neology stuff. <clears throat> um, in all that, I did highlight how I love the neologist equals equates to theologist. I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, it is a religion or prophecy essentially. Um, I think it's like clergy. Okay. I love the, ideas of what was i gonna say of 
the the programs evolving and changing and programs making programs like we just said you know those six layers we just did that was cute but i feel like the closest and most interesting thing we get in this movie is then they're programming humans like this analyst having a very hands-on approach to neo it's like now we've got humans that made programs that make programs to program humans so that they can use them yeah it really is like all these layers of we're we're all controlling each other for gain. You made me for your gain. I'm yeah. What happened first? The droids took over. Like I can't remember <laughs> the exact specifics of the origin story, but like oh. there's two part two of the short films from the Animatrix are over no this. No fucking way. Yeah, okay. you'd love it. So, I'll show it to you. But what uh, were you gonna so ask? I, I was gonna ask. I was gonna posit rather that it what what led to this was it of robots becoming sentient and wanting to take over, or was it because what I think is the plot is the humans let the world die and they were forced underground and underground the machines rose up because all they had was the digital world, right? They go under, that's literally if, if our planet blows up from climate change, like, or if it gets too hot, where do we go? We go underground (laughs) and we build the metaverse. (laughs) Sure. I get that. So do you want me to tell you, spoil the animatrix things for you? Please. Yeah. I'd love being Uh, from wrong. So my favorite, no, the, there's, you know, robots out the wazoo peak of society. Wait, where is this chronologically? This is before the Matrix ever happens. Oh, right. Okay. We have have machines and we have, you know, something like AI or essentially AI. These movies are like prequels is what you're saying. Well, there are some that one is a direct prequel to Reloaded after the Matrix. A lot of them are just like really cool explorations. I'm not going to sleep tonight. A lot of them are really cool explorations of just like things that could happen in the Matrix or in like, you know, the Zion area outside the Matrix that are all can be parallel to any of these movies. And then a couple are before that, the history of how the machines took over. And so I would have loved a fourth Matrix movie like that that just didn't even have Neo and Trinity that would have been more in this world I love. Uh, But what happens is, uh, to keep it somewhat brief, is a owner of a robot was going to kill the robot. Remember that song? Motorin? Motor, motor, motor in. That's what I thought of when you said that. Your, yeah. In life. Um, like a gravelly Fine voice. Yeah, okay. This is where you'll edit and you'll play that song over uh, it. Maybe. Um, one edit. One we've quick had a, cut. We've had a, a Taylor Swift episode it, like recorded for a month now. That, that would have been massive. No, no, I just haven't gotten around to oh, editing it because I, that's what I'm saying. It's long because like you love Taylor Swift. Oh, it is. But it's because. I haven't gotten around to editing it because I don't want to take the time to put all the songs in because that's the thing I do oh, for yeah, yeah. a music episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I got to do that. So this robot doesn't want to be murdered by his owner. So instead he kills the owner and they give the robot a trial and they kill that robot and then they like terminate all the other robots of that model. And eventually like the ro- robots have this enough intelligence that they like don't like this and all the robots move to Antarctica and like with all peaceful intentions try to offer to to help and like wow. reintegrate and join the UN wow. and the, the, the humans turn them away. And then the robots are just better than humans at everything, which makes sense, which is how this simulation would play out. They become that place for me. Yeah. They become the top manufacturers of everything. And that def- the dollar crumbles only the robot currencies worth thinking Cause they're just so what much better than humans. What happens to the big Mac? Big, Uni- Mac. Big Mac, it's the universal standard, right? Oh, I don't know. How much, how much does a Big Mac cost? Oh, I don't know. Is that an economics thing? Maybe. Um, you and I are, are on different, you're in different spheres of influence, but, and then the, oh, how they get yeah. underground. I mean, they're not really always underground straight up, but, uh, I see. they, the humans come up with the idea since most of the robots are solar powered, we're going to nuke the sky and cover and destroy like the 
possibility of sunlight oh, coming through. Fuck. So then the humans create this technology to block out the sky, and it does damage, but it doesn't stop it, and instead it kind of makes everything worse for everyone because now the humans don't have sunlight for, like, photosynthesis and stuff. Whoa. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, like, really... The, I remember it being scared watching it as a kid, but it was a lot better now. There's some, like, gruesome... I feel like I was scared. Like, I feel like I heard of them, and they were like, these are, like, the super, super edgy, like, anime kind of, like, you know afterthoughts or, or sure. whatever they were and i was like oh those sound like dark as fuck you They're know cool. like like really heavy or something yeah so i highly recommend the animatrix yeah matrix shout out to the matrix by the way folks shout out yeah, to the matrix, matrix is good guys matrix was the first movie i saw on dvd the first one i owned i was about eight i think and i remember when the scrawny guy mouse Mal, uh, tank and dozer or who's the little guy who gets shot up behind that big desk in that oh, scene where he yes. just gets fucking i forget like, his name yeah, but that the, scene. The that scene. Wheat, the guy who programmed the woman in the red dress. It was like mouse or mice. It might be mouse. Moosey, so. moosey. He that scene fucked me up for a long time. Yeah, that. Yeah, I could not watch like, it. Yeah, where you you're watching gyrating. a man being. Yeah, I was like, oh. I that, feel like. Yeah, I never really feel that sense of stakes in this one. Like that's what and I'm saying, the thing that, going into his body. The oh scorpion yeah, scorpion bug thing. Yeah, like the worm. Like at the beginning of Resurrections, mm -hmm. I'm just confused. I'm not really frightened. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of finale, it never reaches that epic sense of like edge of my seat and yeah, like yeah, yeah, which is impossible for me to say like, oh, you should just like revolutionize filmmaking again. Come up with something like they push that's, it to the limit. Yeah, that's every a great movie. point. I can't like one. There's probably like, not much more to want? go. Yeah, but so I guess then my, my, I'm back to do the things we loved again and yeah, maybe that's i get that you don't want to do that either it's a lose-lose it's a hard thing to, and maybe that's why she just said lose-lose make a middle finger movie all right so yeah, i think it was a hard spot are we finally at the point maybe this <laughs> this is where we get to where we say now that we've talked a lot of conceptually let's go through chronologically what happens because generally mm -hmm. like my brother and mom like i know wouldn't weren't able to really put that together i wasn't leaving the theater like i watched yeah. it again now and um I watched all the Matrix movie, Matrix movies again since. Uh, yeah, I admittedly watched it again last night for the third time. Yeah, I watched it today because you know don't have a job. Um, you don't have a job. Yeah, have we not talked about this? Oh, I guess yeah, I yeah, like a year ago. You should listen to my podcast. <laughs> a year ago. Yeah, Jordan just talked about how he downloads every episode but never <laughs> listens to them. I've been some. It, it's not a. It's like an I love you thing. Like yeah, I subscribed I as soon as I heard about the podcast coming out, and then I just didn't get around to it. That's okay. That's no, fine. it's not. It's no, I a mean that. friend. No, a good friend. Jordan is an actual good friend. If yeah, you guys, we go way back. If you guys aren't convinced, he. I, well, I'll you were asking me about this before I went to the pisser. What? Work stuff. Oh no, I, that was on air. I asked you about your job. Oh no, I didn't say it because I went to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're talking about your work stuff. I'm saying that that's a topic. Oh, work. Gotcha. Yeah, but we. Yeah, I don't have a job. Well, I kind of do. I'm on a leave of absence. It's been for a while. You know this. Yeah, but I. I thought I thought that conversation happened a while ago. Oh, yeah, it's been a while. Okay, yeah. Um, cool. But so I watched this movie last night or or today. Um, we should talk about what actually happens chronologically. So let's do that. We can we can mm -hmm. like popcorn this. We start off with what is essentially the Matrix, the yep. the exact same opening. Yeah, when we when we were playing these movies, we I don't know if you you I don't know if you oh, intended to kick no, them off. I, I, I don't, I I don't think as, you did. Yeah, Jordan's talking about right now in my room how I have three monitors, so I'm yeah. playing th three movies, and w Matrix Resurrections is side by side with original 1999. I hit play together yeah, by happenstance. This occurred. Yeah, yeah, and oh, I thought you were gonna say it. Yeah, well, we looked up and the timings were on. Like, 
Yeah. The scene where Bug is watching the new Trinity do the wall run, like it synced, literally synced up with the yeah, Matrix like movie playing next. Step like by it, step with Trinity in the actual Matrix. It was a moment. I don't know if it was a moment for you. It was a moment for me. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That uh, is literally a glitch in the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this movie is just so revolutionary. Even I if know. You, even if it had no filmmaking influence, just like general pop culture. And, and like, even if you don't words. care for the headiness part, if you yeah. don't care about the architect scene. Oh, yeah. I'm saying like every. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to. It's like, still for you. Yeah, just like like action filmmaking. Yeah. It's so revolutionary. Yeah, but that's okay. what I love about two. I think it is the best of both of those things simultaneously occurring. Yeah, and so if you want us to talk about more Matrix stuff, write in and let us know. And if you stopped listening, then that's okay. You'll never hear this. Um, I'm so sorry if this is a, no. This if, is great. I think it's, I'm having so much fun. Like that's why I made this podcast because I just like to talk about things okay. like this. And so this that was makes a me good feel better. Now I'm like, oh fuck, they all like ran away after no, the no, third no, no. time we I went back to point one we've had so much worse episodes of so much bullshit like there at least is some substance here like we'll get on and talk about just we'll talk about smells for just as long like i think gasoline so smells good i think you're an idiot like that's a weird how concept goes. for a podcast am i right folks yeah i know ranking things <laughs> folks at home friends of the pod the first ones all right we're in the pod. Uh, so we quickly find out that this opening that is identical to the matrix yes. is what they call a modal yes which when i hear that watching the movie as a web developer i think yes. of the graphical element a modal window which i guess works if it's a window within a window uh you know but I think like a better yeah. term would have been to say like it's a sandbox or like yeah. just it's call like a, it it's, an yeah. executable. It's call a it dev program. box. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like an isolate. It's a program I felt the same thing, yeah. running within a program. Yeah, and um, but the pro the the operation the program being his video game, The Matrix. Yeah. So okay, I guess right. Let's zoom out and talk about everything, not as the movie presents it, but spicy as it garlic? makes. I want spicy garlic. Spicy garlic, but as the movie as it makes sense, not as the movie presents it. So it's not loud. Uh, this sounds on the mic. Listen to this. They won't be able to hear that. Oh, I heard it. I guess it's, I it. it's vibrating the table. Well, it's because it's chicken. I'm a horrible vegan. <laughs> yeah. Be, hashtag vegan shopping. Yeah, I was vegan Peter for a whole year. Oh, you were? Yeah. I, I mean, like that. I had, I cheated. Like I'm, I'm cheating right now, but. <laughs> Wait, <no. laughs> okay. I, what I mean to say is I cheated a lot less last year. Nice. Like last year, like I started the year and I was like, I'm going to be vegan this year. And I did pretty good. Nice. Okay. Also stuck in my basement. So. Uh. <laughs> You're fine. Um, all right, then. So uh, we see this playing out. This is a modal window. This is a program within a program within a you know program type deal. So Neo is in the Matrix. Again, we don't need to present it in the order that the movie does, but just like how it makes right. sense. Neo is in the Matrix, and he is um, – we don't really know why, but shout out to the Video Game Awards. He's like a successful video game designer. That's a big yep. win for Jeff Keighley getting that award mm-hmm. in this movie. Uh, very successful – Capital monitoring like a motherfucker. Yes, clearly like depressed, like something is is not yeah. right with his world. He's going seeing a therapist, suicide survivor, and he starts up this modal. That's where the Trinity, you know, analog that we open with is happening. This program within a program that Neo has subconsciously uh well he's he's created it consciously in the world. He's like, I'm right. a game developer, I'm gonna spin up some of my successful video game code, but then subconsciously has created an environment for this Morpheus character, this agent, this character mm-hmm. from his game to become self-aware and rescue himself is the gist of it, right? Like it's a it's a sandbox where an AI can evolve and learn and train programs can do things. And whether yes. or not he knew, I don't know if that's intentional. It's the right environment. Oh, I think for, that's a burning question. Right. What's the burning question? The burning question is why did he make a video game about the Matrix? Is it because he really went there and he remembers it? 
Oh, okay. I'm and I think that's confirmed. I think we all know that that's what that is, but I think that's what it's setting up. Oh, I'm talking specifically about this little window he opened on his yeah, the device modal. that day, way past making the video. If you're talking broad scale of why did he make a video game about the Matrix, I yeah. think that is... I don't think that is one of the things that was like too over the top. I have no problem with them saying that. I think that's like a good idea of if there was a simulation, if there were actually ro- you know programs in control and they needed to keep Neo and Trinity there to harvest their battery power right. and they yep. wanted to and they know that there's this 1% of human beings that have done the Matrix six times now that yep. always have their moment of you know sublimation where they, they come to realize that they're in a simulation. If they wanted to prevent that from happening, mm-hmm. you would put all those ideas out there and say there's this thing called the matrix that's a simulation in a video game and convince him program him to think if he is ever waking up he's having a nervous breakdown and disassociating from reality and thinking he's in his video game yeah they, so I, I think that's a genius he tactic. is the one he went he was taken out of the matrix into the real world yeah fought his fight was kept alive by the machines and they redeployed him as a video game developer specifically for what it appears to be security and Power broking yeah, for the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, because now he can't wake up and realize he's in the Matrix without being confronted with, oh, but that's just a video game I created. Right. Now I sound like I'm insane, and everybody's right. telling me I'm insane, and I need to take these But pills. he's actually not insane. Yeah. He's just being forced to yeah, forget. It's, it's a tactical defense Because mechanism. the real world, not the Matrix, folks at home, the real world is power-starved, right? Yeah. And so that's, I think, that's an important, like, uh, landmark, maybe. Sure. That, like, where I... I yeah, I don't want to keep derailing us, but like where the movie starts is, okay, so they have peace for a little while, a little bit of conflict, they resolve, people are evolving, androids are evolving, and now we're running out of power. How are we going to get that? Wake Neo up, he's going to make a video game, he's going to make all this money, make all this power, we're going to keep Trinity at close and at bay, and we'll just keep wiping his memory if he gets too close to her yeah. or remember shit, but like... That's not on traffic, off topic at all, that's the exact like okay, perfect saying, land map of how we got here, too. That's, yeah. a, that's the great, this is where we want to be I'm now. thinking of like, if your mom is listening to this, I want to make sure I'm explaining not just <laughs> what happened, not but like... through this one. But what if you tell her I was on it? I should probably want to, but then I think back to earlier when you made like the joke about blowjobs, and I'm like, I don't know if my mom wants to hear that. That wasn't a joke, it was... Oh, I guess it wasn't a I, joke. <laughs> that sounds I, worse I In fact, would argue it's historical fact at this point. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Check Twitter. I yeah. know it's inappropriate. I apologize, Mom. I'm no, so it's sorry. Okay. We've said worse. Will said worse. Um, yeah, but no, that's exactly how we get here, which is why Nia's back in the Matrix mm-hmm. and why he's made this game. And then zooming back into the story, this you know, Neo has had this trilogy that's out. She he's a stand-in for Lana here that he is offend he's you know, will Correct. be soon forced to revisit this trilogy and sit through some boardroom meetings where everybody's trying to pump whatever meaning and cringy shit they want out of his masterpiece and remake one for money. Um, People like Judas, Jude. Yeah, and like like Lana Wachowski said, she you know missed having Neo and these characters she loves around. Uh, Neo's like, hey, you know, I'll spin up that old Matrix code and put my yeah. boy Morpheus in there. And I th- I think this is the subconscious part of like, he he give, gives this AI enough, you know, room to evolve to a point to then come and wake himself up yes so neo programs a program that will that within this matrix that yeah. will uh you know be able to then achieve sentience on its own right which is and, how he's breaking it right yeah, and then that sentience i mean i still don't know that like that that sentience would ever be able to do anything because it's just in a program but then the neologist and bugs and her crew become aware of that modal, go to investigate, yes. and find this program that they is They find the loop of the tale they've been told. Yes, yeah. And I, you could argue a gospel illustration here. Okay, why is that? 
it's literally the story they've been told is that this man Neo was oh yeah was this god figure yeah. and he died and he's alive and Bugs sees him in real life and she sees him when they get caught in the modal which is him replaying greatest hits of the first movie sure absolutely yeah that makes and she sense. goes that's that's the story I was told and now I'm seeing it happen in front of my eyes yeah yeah and then they notice like uh, a couple of hitches and she yes. goes and confronts Morpheus and I swear I'm almost done eating like it's so much. I'm so lost when this happens in the movie, but he just starts dropping the bombshell of like, I'm Morpheus and I have to like, he's agent Smith, but he's also Morpheus. And like, and with the yes. frame I just gave of Neo made this modal and subconsciously or not created the environment, the treadmill for a program to evolve, to, to become self-aware and, yes. and seek the one like that makes sense. But as I'm watching this, I'm just like, I don't know what the rules are anymore or where I am. I hope yes. I get there eventually. I think I'm yes. you know to that understanding now, but that was a lot to take in. And so the bugs and her say a lot. This is dense. A lot of words oh, yeah. going back and forth. And I feel like if you're not a lot of tongue in cheek comments it, with Morpheus. Yeah. And and you know, some his if anybody's humor actually hits for me, it's uh what is it, Yahya Abdul Mateen the mm-hmm. second, his are better, um, which is kind of the opposite of Morpheus. So Yeah, he's silly. He's yeah. like fun. Yeah. Okay, it, this is a this is an outstanding question I have, burning question. Um, that that is in line with where we're at in the cool. story. Where who is? I, I mean, you could say who is the original Morpheus, but who is Morpheus in this movie then? Because my interpretation, if I were to characterize Morpheus, I would say Morpheus is the prophet. Is, they say later in the movie, they say they're they're talking about why Morpheus lost favor with the council or whatever. Yeah, and it's because they said like, well, conflict started happening, and he just kept saying, well, Neil will come back and fix it. And, yeah. and she literally said, this is the curse, curse of the prophet proven right. Okay, right? Yeah, yeah. maybe I, I said that. that. No, no, that yeah, and I so think that's, that's how you know he's the he's the prophet, right? He's yep. so dedicated to this firm thing that like he's not backing down from what he believes. So yeah. maybe it's his belief existing in the code that can be materialized, yeah, I and guess. resurrected. That that's that's where I'm going with this. And that's and who is Morpheus? No, that's such good because this is like interrogating. Yes, if he's created from Neo, it's interrogating Neo's beliefs because and he's uh, got new skin. The whole point of yeah. the first movie is like Neo wasn't the one until like. Like he believed he was the one. Like it really is. There's there's this whole faith component. And yeah, when Neo is sitting, I, destiny I just, versus determinism. I just thought, yeah, of him sitting in the analyst early on. So Neo's in therapy because they're trying to control him by convincing that yeah. MPH Dookie. Yeah. yeah, and MPH says uh, some line about like knuck and foots. Well, what do you believe? It's right after the Mr. Anderson scene. And yes. then we cut to the analyst, yes. and Neo's like, did that really happen? And mm-hmm. Mr. Anderson. Or, and uh, Neil Patrick Harris goes, if we go over to your office, what do you believe we would find there? He says, believe a couple times. Exactly. And it's like, they're just trying to keep that belief down. So he needs the prophet. He needs Morpheus to come in like, spark that beliefs. Yep. Yeah. Um, I also think too, it's this, it's this really interesting comment about like, like how is, how is Morpheus resurrected? How is Trinity inevitably, uh, you could say reminded or resurrected, whatever it is where she realizes that, Thomas Anderson in the matrix isn't just some d- dude who creepily is at every coffee shop she goes to like, <laughs> yeah. and it's this idea that like, oh, shit. you see that verge interview they did. That was cool. It's funny. The what? They, they did an interview with the verge, Carrie Ann and Keanu. Oh, no, I'll check it out though. And they asked Keanu what he thinks about NFTs. And he was just like, I don't know what he said, but I'm going to do the impress anyway. He's just like, that sounds really silly to me. <laughs> and he just like did his chuckle. That's kind of awkward and forced. Yeah. No, I don't think it's, I don't think Shit, it's forced. I forgot I my train of thought though. That's okay. If it comes back to you, I'm going to stay on the literal train. Oh, that the way consciousness occurs. This is from my Westworld theme because okay. I'm watching Westworld right now. 
Uh, consciousness is m memories influenced by trauma. Okay. What you choose to remember and how the trauma enforces it. Oh, man. I feel like... So one of the books I threw out to our book club... This is totally where I'm at with like nonfiction right now. Like I'm deep in the weeds on this crazy stuff. One of the books I threw out to our book club that we didn't pick was The Body Keeps the Score, which Chris Graham... Yeah, Hannah just... She read it. She has that home. And I feel like if I read it, then I would you have said a great... You said it's biblical. I mean, it's thought. like... All right, so I'm going to check it out. Super important. Yeah. Yeah, that's on... You're in a book club? I want to be in a book club. Dude, we could start a book club or we could... You could join ours. I actually joined one. I joined a... a, a <laughs> shout out. Shout the fuck out. $2 radio. You ever been there? No. Coffee shop. Little <laughs> independent. It's kind of like $2 radio. It's in... um, What's the thing past... Marion Village. It's in Marion Village. <laughs> they have a feminist sci-fi book club. No, and I was... Right. I'm so desperate to hang out with people and talk about things I love that I'm like... I just need to join a book club and I don't care if I know a single soul there. So I went there. I went to the right up to the counter and I was like, I'd like to join a book club. And is good. Oh, I haven't, I haven't had my first one yet, but oh, okay. it is the sweetest shop. Their book content is great. They have this massive vegan menu drinks. I, I it was literally like the happiest place I've been in, in a while. I was so at peace there. Okay. So we should go next time. All right. I'm in. Pick out to a book. All right, so to continue with our literal walkthrough chronologically, um, so Bugs finds Morpheus. Bugs hops into the modal. You know, she goes in the program within the program, gets yes. gets Morpheus out of there. <laughs> you know, so now Morpheus, this guy, profit with his quest to go find Neo and tell him he's the one. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it was a program, but now he's he's digital sentience, um, and so they. Uh, and you said it's a program like Mister Smith because he's a program, but he's maladaptive he's yeah. a virus yeah so this was it was mr smith in neo's modal this exactly. character that wakes up as morpheus so it's that's what i'm saying it's it's a cured bacteria if you will right okay. yeah, it's, yeah. it's a viral mr smith being awoken by whatever the spirit of morpheus yeah you see what i'm saying yeah i do that, that's that's that, that was that's my vibe too clar yeah clarification yeah. there um and then now bugs and morpheus need to wake up neo and First attempt doesn't go very well. We just kind of we've talked about Mr. S uh, Smith and Neo are both uh, reminded of their past lives in yep. the Matrix and kind of break out for a sec. Mr. Smith, when he picks up the gun and Neo, when Morpheus is yelling at him, trying to get him to take the red and blue pill. Mm -hmm. But essentially, you know, a lot of stuff happens, but more or less Neo rejects it and is convinced by Neil Patrick Harris that it was an episode of him yes. confusing reality with his video game, which again, I think it's a genius tactic. That, yes. Uh, and I know, think Agent, Agent Smith is reminded of his role because of the violence in the gun. Yeah, absolutely. And it the, reminds and it, him of how bad he can be and that wakes up whatever that literal analog of him is like that the you know like the one versus when he just consumes yeah. everything around him but and since he's just the darker half to the one like of, of neat like they're so closely associated I, like, like i would buy even yeah. the fact when that, there's a push there's a shove yeah, when right ne yeah yeah you know newton's third lot when neo has yeah, an interaction with scrimmage. morpheus in the background yeah. in the bathroom i just assume that probably does something to smith too subconsciously right. yeah it's all uh, that's what i'm saying it's all triggers what is you you look at each character and you say what do they remember and why do they remember it which is influenced by their trauma yeah, I buy that. Because yeah. we believe what we feel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. I yes. You see where I'm going? I'm trying I, I'm honestly not like going tangential. I'm like, no. These are thoughts I've had. These are yeah. Okay. I think that's great. Fun. Um and then Fun times. So, uh you know, Neo's back to being a cog in the machine in his depressed life, and mm -hmm. then attempt number two goes a lot better. Bugs finally gets 
through to Neo as he's about to jump off the roof. There's a lot of roof That's jumping right. is a big, he's you know. He's contemplating, he's jumping again. He yeah. has a bottle with him. And, and yeah. Neo has done this before. That was actually Bugs' moment of awakening was yeah. seeing Neo do that, and she briefly sees him as who he is. And that's enough to snap her out he of says, it. For a moment, you you didn't fall. Yeah, and I'm assuming because that's like Neo's done this before, and the program just stops him, and then has to convince him of it all again. Yeah. And, and then he drops, and he either dies, and they restart the Matrix, or he dies, or they, you they know, like he doesn't die, and they fix it. him, you they know, catch they're, him. They're yeah, in control. exactly. Yeah, he's done it. He's he hasn't done it once. He's 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 doing it. Yeah, and even yeah. in this story, he understands he's a suicide for survivor. Shout out to Westworld, season three. Loop. Yeah, it's his loop. wait, season three you like. That's the roughest one I for did. me. I did. I agree it's the roughest, but I did like it. Okay. I did. Yep. Okay. The concept uh, of loops and Aaron Paul were fantastic. Dude, what about Marshawn Lynch? Marshawn Lynch. Okay, no. Every time go. he comes out, he see, it's that Death Grip song is playing, and I fucking love Death Grips. It's just so hard, and oh. the emotions on his shirt are changing. Yeah. Yeah, Matrix I can't do that. always has good music. This didn't have the classic Matrix sound I wanted, I agree. but it still had some good use of soundtrack, and again, probably intentional, whatever. Okay. Um, so they finally get Neo out, and mm-hmm. I feel like a great... Not without much struggle, right? He is resisting. He is fighting back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is fighting back them, and then then the analyst and everybody is fighting He's doing his therapy. He's a, yeah, because he yeah. accidentally slips through a mirror, which yep. leads him to his therapist, right? Yeah, that and part. so they are fighting to keep him in, and he's kind of fighting to keep himself in. Um, we have that scene. Again, I don't love the them showing the footage from the Matrix on the computer, but they get him to take the yep. red pill. They get him to wake up, and I really like when he first comes out and he avoids... This is the thing that, again, kind of like talked about this and The Last Jedi taking swings mm-hmm. and maybe missing some potholes that right. other sequels fall into, right. uh, where it sucks when the first thing that happens in a legacy sequel 10 years later is it invalidates everything that happened previously. Exactly. And I thought we were, so like uh, the first order in Force Awakens, so oh, we're just rebels versus the Empire We're literally going to redo Death Star. Yeah. And, and I know there's canonicity to it, but like, come on. Yeah. And so you kind of get that sense that did that just so happen with the Matrix? Yeah. And Neo even says it. He's like, they promised us peace and they gave us a purge. Like, so nothing changed and bugs immediately correct yeah, him. Yeah, she pushes back. No, like everything's changed. Like there was peace for a while. There's actually a civil war with the robots on us. And like she, then he gets to to meet Niobe and Io and you see like, oh, so much has happened. Like, you know, there's this the sides have, you know, disappeared. Right. Now we have Niobe robots. Doesn't know what sh- side she's on. Yeah, we have this city and yeah. we have all this stuff. Like it was consequential, like from a literal like plot for a movie to have yeah. drama, yeah, there's still a robot antagonist yeah. side of this. Yeah. But it's not just we're right back where we were. Like you helped a lot of people. It's different now. Yeah. 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 You can here's the visible piece you can see. I appreciate that. Yes, and I do too. I like, think that's an important note that they they included. Absolutely. Like, it wasn't all for nothing, if you will. Yes. You know. Which would have I mean if she really wanted to make a movie bad for the sake of calling out bad tropes in legacy sequels, maybe she should on your Vimeo page, right, bro? Maybe she should have made that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, but okay. And so I really need to pee again. Okay. Yeah, go pee. Dude, I've had like three right, liters. You're, you're I'm good. a camel. You're good. You go pee. I'm going to take them through some more of the literal plot. We're going to yeah. stand there. No, you're good. This is good. Well, now if I forget, I'm going to be out here like a J hole buying time. Um, so then we, are in the real world Niobe she's kind of the opposite side of the coin of Morpheus she is like pragmatic literal I I fought so hard to save lives and achieve something like peace and prosperity for the people we're better than ever let's I want to hold on to this at all costs where if it was like Morpheus in charge 
he'd be like, Neo, you're back. Whatever the fuck you want to do, we are doing full bore. I am the zealous prophet. I believe in you entirely and, and you know, let, very, far less pragmatic. Um, I bring that up because Neo quickly comes to question, hey, that other pot I saw when you broke me out, that's Trinity. Let's go break her out. I love her. And Niobe immediately responds with, uh, no, no, don't, don't you threaten our peace. That sounds, that sounds, uh, like trouble and decides she doesn't want to do that. Um, but Neo then and Bugs decide to go against orders and go save Trinity with this, uh, heist of sorts. They're going to, they're going to set up a body of heist, a good old fashioned naked woman in a red pod with pipes in her heist. They want to go steal her back, and this is where it gets the most clumsy and sweaty for me, the parameters. All right, so we're to Naomi doesn't want them to, to do the heist to go get Trinity because she wants to save her people. She's but, a grandma. She's no fun. Yeah, she's the opposite of Morpheus. Morpheus would be like, well, I don't want to play. Morpheus would be like, go immediately. Go do whatever you need. Go, Neil. Um, My sunglasses yeah. do not have arms on them. Um, okay. Folks at home, I'm back, ready for more chaos. Yeah, Springs is back. This is going to derail again. <laughs> I want more uh, wings. And I said, this is where you can have a couple of my hot ones. You want my hot ones? I, that's what I'm saying. I want to, like, mess around. Um, it's a Thursday, isn't it? It is a Thursday. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. It, it gets sweaty and clumsy. This whole, mm-hmm. the, all the parameters of this heist of, like, you know, uh, Sati's back. and my moving parts. And, like, talking about her parents' past. And, like, the, the sweatiest part is we have to have bugs plug into Trinity's body at one point so yeah. that we can get Trinity off the grid but into our grid. Like, yeah. I feel like you could just not address, like, I don't know. You're giving me so many details. Like, in a heist movie, that's the point when you would allow for a lot of exposition because, all right, we need to case the joint, set up the stakes. But here, it's been a movie of so much hammered exposition. Like, I just feel like I, yeah. I you know, this is nitty gritty. I'm not a movie director but like i would make it cooler and i would make i don't know it wasn't as as grand or as clean as yes. i wanted um but it gets us to the scene where we have neo and trinity in a coffee shop and anytime they're together i'm gonna get some electricity and that's exciting for me coffee uh, coffee we're going i'm buying isn't that what that guy sounds like who oh the jude Dwayne or yeah jude. you want to do a coffee run i'm buying <laughs> Yeah, and his I, mouth is gravel. And, yeah, it's see, on fire gravel. I feel like that, <laughs> that is the quintessential. That's intentional. That this is like, oh, I suck. Like he even says, "Yeah, in the movie, what's up, best dude? self, best self." Like he's supposed to suck and be cringe, yeah. and that's the but joke. His voice hurt my ears. But there are a lot of jokes that I think are just supposed to be jokes that also make me cringe yes. and are off putting. So Much that, that, cringe. That's to where be I had. go back to the humor being one of my. Much a cringe about nothing. Yeah. Is that a quote? It is now. Much ado about nothing. Much a cringe. Much a cringe about nothing. Okay, um, so they go into the coffee shop, and you know it's there's there's a lot of it's a standoff because the analyst wants I'll take both an Americano. <laughs> the analyst wants both Neo and Trinity alive to be super batteries. Mm, so super batteries. Neo knows that he won't kill Trinity, and Neo yeah. has this collateral of if you try to take me or hurt us, they'll unplug me, and then you lose me. You lose me as your super battery. That's right. And so there's yeah this kind of standoff in the coffee shop where and they they say very clearly in all their jargon is setting up the heist it has to be Trinity's choice to leave so Neo has this it's like her choice it, yeah. to make <laughs> you got to put it all on Front Street and say do you want me baby will you come with me out of this simulation no it's the opposite and she does she's saying do you want me baby 
I think they both want each other because if it's not binary, it's not black and white, it's not Trinity, it's gray. It's both of them together are what the I prophecy agree, is I'm about. Saying, I'm saying this movie is about in his rescue of Trinity, he finds that she in fact wants to stay rather than return to the quote unquote real world. Okay, but she's, and he decides I'm gonna stay. But she still wants to wake up. Maybe not come with in, me. In, we're at the folks. We're at the closing scene right now. This, this is what I'm saying. She says, we're not going to yeah, kill you. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying chronologically in the coffee shop, she has to decide to to become aware that she's in assimilation or not, whether or not she chooses to stay there. I'm just saying chronologically, that's okay, the I was, in fact, on the wrong on the wrong tracks there. I yeah, apologize. Yeah, so I'm sorry. In the coffee shop. Yeah, sorry. And Neo, and she's a, she says no. She's about to watch up. Then she says, actually, don't call me that name, bitch. Mm-hmm. Kicks her husband. And then we go back to Neo's like Kamehameha which is his new move it's a bummer that maybe they never really not Neo does some kung fu he does do kung fu I know kung fu Neo and Trinity both never shoot guns and hardly do kung fu it's mostly holding up this force field thing that's a really good point minimal gun use yeah maybe that was intentional yeah, I, I mean, it, it again, it's probably it's, it's saying something. Well, no, there's a lot of gun use in this. I'm saying it's I think it's probably intentional that Neo and Trinity do it yeah. as more of the commentary on yes. meta yeah, and the change. Yeah. And that's my yeah, that's what I'm saying. Breaking free. Yeah. Um, but I don't like guns unless it's a John Wick movie. <laughs> yeah, I do love John Wick movies so much. Directed by Chad in this film, who Fucking was Chad. the stunt double from the first Matrix. Shout out to stunt doubles. Stunt doubles are amazing. Neo or Keanu Reeves is good at shouting them out. My um, stunt double does all the and, moves for me. And so I still, it's not really explained, but in the midst when Analyst plays his trump card to to stop them, somehow Agent Smith shows up and has, I guess we've always been getting this idea from all movies that the programs and Smith is evolving and is learning to break the rules constantly. So that's why he can step through the bullet time. And he craves power. And he craves power. Okay, because that's one thing where I just don't have an explanation for why Smith can can go through the bullet time, which I don't love how it looks. But he shows up. I and, think the only reason Smith is brought into Act Two as the main conflict, like, oh shit, Smith is back, is because they like, I don't know, something about it was to be tongue in cheek because like he's swiftly defeated, right? Yeah. Like he just like, oh, I kind of want to stay too. Like we went about being Matrix. And at some point, that's just like he becomes you're peaceable. Make, you're making a new Matrix movie. You got to have Neo and Smith, but really like, but they, you can allow that relationship to evolve. Look, they kind of they kind of collaborate a little bit. Yeah. Right. You don't get in my way. I won't get in your way. Kind of thing. Yeah. And I, that's a really interesting. Like they're. Yeah. Right, Which, that's new. Oh, if this was. That's why he's dressed like a hipster. Cause he's cool. But, man. but if it was Hugo Weaving, this all would be hit so much better. For Mister. Me. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um. And so. Then, I asked Hugo, and he said he was busy. But at that point, they need to go on this like you know not super exciting chase with motorcycle stuff. Again, I really thought. Okay, and finally, it's gonna heat up to eleven. There's the joke about flying. I see at some either they're, sometimes they're off putting, and that one kind of deflates any like bit of tension that we just finally achieved. It's poorly timed. Yeah, there's so, so it would much, have been funny at a different time. Yeah, there's so much lower stakes and fear than in the other movies in yep. this. Stakes and fear, folks. Yeah, stakes and fear. I mean, there are literally he cuts the stake and medium rare it. stakes and fear. There is yeah, there's the stake shot, mm-hmm. and I like the rubber duck shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but they get to the top of this. And then there's some helicopter dropping bullets, but it again is is not the same. But a callback. Nowhere near where they're standing. Yeah. Yeah, and finally we get to another jump. Jumping off is like a big in all Matrix movies a moment of of faith and testing if you are you know Shout really out to the greatest jump move jump moment jump moment of any movie ever. The Just, other guys. Oh aim yeah, for the aim bushes. for the bushes. Best baby. jump scene ever. Let's go. Aim for the bushes. That's that's true. Um, and they jump off and. 
Neo starts failing, flailing, and Trinity catches him. Yeah. And he says, I'm not doing this. Are you In doing this? In this awkward, we are so obviously holding on to strings yeah. right now. Uh, yeah, well, I kind of liked... So that's one where I could see people taking easy shots of like things not looking good. But to me... As like Trinity's first time flying and waking up, like the clumsy, like sudden pause, like as a Eureka moment, I think yeah. was a cool visual. But yeah, it does yeah. look silly AF. It looks so bad. Um, and then she flies off and we end up at the architect's house. And I guess I had a criticism of revolutions where it spends so little time on how things actually ends and what the situation is, where we have like one conversation with the Oracle saying Sati. Yeah, and I mean the gist is now people can choose if they want to wake up or not. Like the agents and, aren't in and control. The architect at that time is saying like, "Oh, I'll allow it." Yeah, right. Yeah, and but like and like that's like the whole conclusion. We get like one sentence. You might miss it and still wonder about what exactly that world looks like. Right. And here we just get like the analyst didn't get purged. He's keeping this matrix alive because he knows humans, and he like says, "You guys think you're in control?" And they say, "Yeah," and they beat him up and. Um, they say, you, the point, you've given us a second chance. Yeah. I just wish They're, I, they are gracious gods. Are they not? Okay. Yeah. And that's a good way to finish, but I kind of, I, I don't know what it looks like. I don't hurt people. I we don't know. oppress people. They didn't even say that. Tell me that. I just wanted to like, see a little bit of what I, I agree. Could be. Uh, okay. So very fair because they were so over the top expositional with everything else, which goes back to my point. The third act is the most important because it's not expositional. It's them actually making their message in the way they wanted to make the message. Okay. That's interesting. Okay, so making what message? I, this is going to, God, I keep forgetting about a podcast. This is going to sound so like uninformed dumbass kind of thing, which it probably is. Okay. That's what we but do. I had read that the original intent of the movies was for Trinity to be a non-binary or trans character and the studio wouldn't have it. I heard that was switch because her name's switch and she dresses like a man in the matrix. But that's but I'm saying originally it was going to be more deliberate. Okay, she was going to be a man in the real world and a woman in the Matrix. That's what I heard about. And Switch, the studio said okay. that's too much. Okay, right? Oh yeah. So they I'm saying that was supposed to be Trinity, and then it became Switch. Okay, and Switch is yeah. She's you know kind of presents that way. But I heard the rumor was that that was originally supposed to be Trinity. It was supposed to be a bold, right in your face. Um, she represents female. Uh, she presents as female in the matrix. So what I think is interesting about that is the whole point of this is the matrix. Well, maybe I'm off here. Okay. I like thinking out loud. We're not experts. Trinity wants to stay in the matrix because staying in the matrix is staying in the identity. She wants to identify as. All right. So you said you say stay in the matrix. Like, because she knows that it's not real. That's why I'm saying stay. Like, I don't think the assumption would be knowing that the matrix isn't real, knowing that the real world is what it is. And the droids are all that knowing that you once saved them. And you're one of the most powerful human beings ever, apparently, because you can, you can affect the matrix while in or without it. Yeah. You would, one would assume her job would be like, Oh fuck, I fell asleep, but now I woke up again. Okay. Let's go save everything. And she says, no, I'm going to stay here. And live this life, which, which is me as a mother. So but you're with saying Keanu. you think that she doesn't want to go to the real world at all? Like, no, I, I'm sure they're going to go to both. Yeah, okay. But, but she, I, I feel it is very clear that she says, "I want to stay here." She's saying, "I don't want to leave my life behind and live my life in the real world. I'd rather live it in the Matrix." Okay, that I'd rather live with, here, obviously, with the ability to pass and go. That, but that's not clear to me that I would rather live here than the, like I think like now, like up. I'm up and I can do both. Do it up. 
But uh, no, I'm, that's I'm just asking. Like, so you think yeah. it's that's what? Uh, yeah, it's a lean toward one. I just feel like she's trying free. not to get all grinny. But she's gonna go back to them. But like now, she has a second chance to make the Matrix. So you, whatever. She but wants. you didn't think that was a major reveal, spoiler, whatever you want to call it, of the third act, that she prefers that world to yeah because she's in the chair she's fighting there's this whole like abortion reference scene where they're evacuating the fetus which is trinity like evacuating the feet i mean i think that is a pro-choice statement they say the word (laughs) i I see all this in there uh so my point if if i trace back to that my point that is like we gotta wake her up and the the commentary that one of the other characters keeps saying is like are we sure we know she wants to wake up are we sure we know she wants to wake up because she's yeah. having such a hard time waking up and they're having such a hard time reviving her and getting her out. Well, they said the same stuff about Neo. Exactly. Yeah. So, but what did Neo choose? Well, it's to me, he I think, chose to woke up. Right? I think, of, and he chose to, yeah, without being, he sacrificed himself to save it, obviously to save the real world, not the matrix. Yeah. I think of waking argue. up at the scale of accepting that I'm in a simulation. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's my, that's the whole point. Okay. Trinity stays in the sim because she's saying, this is me extrapolating a lot here. Yeah, because I mean, we don't see that like she's like focused on mostly staying in the sim. Like we don't know that. Like, okay, movie one. The Matrix is a sim. Mm-hmm. In this sim, I can be whoever I want to be. I can present however I want to present. If you're tracking with the trans allegory, yeah. But the Matrix is infected with evil. Smith. The Matrix is. So the Matrix. I've drawn this all out. The Satan of the Matrix is Mr. Smith. He's the viral one. He opposes the one. He is just purely in opposition to whatever the one is for, right? Yeah. One, and, at the same one point, and zero. They're also like, so okay, they're like they're so the original twin sin is capitalism. Evil twin brothers. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they're re- but yeah. exactly, um, Esau and Jacob. Okay, it's all through the Bible. I mean, every single notable man of the Bible uh, and and the fatherly Abraham's kind of thing. They all have an oppositional brother. Okay. And they are usually the one that is favored when they shouldn't be, right? Sure. Why favor Cain over Abel? I don't want to go into this, but like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why do. Cain over Abel? You so do. It, it is it's a story as old as time, is my point. And so they're they're Song playing that around. here. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. They're playing that here. And here when they play it, it's this idea of Okay, so our world, the world we live in is the Matrix, right? Everyone's tracking there. And this yeah. movie is positing that our world is not real and there is a simulation that we are in and there's a real world beyond this. If you're like watching the Matrix as if it's, you know, that's what that would... Yeah, yeah. That's where they're taking you, right? No, yeah. To, through that th- thought concept. They yeah. want you to take the red Question pill and like, leave. Well, yeah. I feel like the, the original trilogy is so much of... What does something? What does reality mean? They, I feel like yes. they said in Resurrections. Yes. There's exactly. that word again. Reality. Exactly. Where's like, that word if you, again? Is it like what makes something weird? Like it's just convincing. Exactly. You know, neurons. Like, like. So Trinity yeah. doesn't want to leave. And a program the only believes what it's. Programmed. She knows it's a sim, but in this sim, she can a be who she wants to be, and she can two change it for the better. Antithetical to what some very hyper liberal or whatever people might be more anarchistic people who would say just it's so broken it's beyond repair we can't see it i think lanokowski in this movie is saying like trinity's decision to say is saying we can fix this like this is our matrix this is our which i think is an even deeper level of philosophical thought but like plays so well with how i've just i used the word all off-putting multiple times to describe the matrix they set up because reality is just fucking 
grimy. And right? yeah, and so if the Matrix we see is a stand-in for especially today's not just society as a whole, but specifically like yeah. internet culture, right, right, right. exactly like that the internet age that makes sense. It, like, and again, the analyst has hearkened multiple times. We made this extra miserable and taxing on the humans because it makes us more power, yes. which is cool because it gets a little bit uh, monsters inky to me, where yeah, you gotta get screams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, okay, I buy that. That makes sense. It's just to me like. I love that take. And I'm saying like that's the level of my filter. Yeah. Of how I've like I'm like reflecting. That connects it's like, it to me. Yeah. I just don't get an explicit like profession of that from Trinity at the end. To know like I, but, I think you should watch the the last scene. Okay, I will. I, yeah, I think yeah. it's a little we more intentional. We got a second chance. We yeah. can pay the rainbows, but like to me, I just figured like and we're oh, gonna be gods. We're oh, gonna be benevolent. Of course, gods. they're gonna exist in both, but like I never Which thought is of problematic, like problematic. But yeah. Um. Okay, that's. Yeah, I buy that. I like that ending, sentiment. Yeah. Hell is empty. All the devils are up here, right? Oh, gosh. Westworld. Fire and fear. Fire and fear. <laughs> Remember when I forgot that that was a Matrix line? No, that's okay. What, what is that? Okay, we officially, uh, all three movies are finished. Yeah, we're obviously. At the, ca- at the Wait, there's a deleted oh, scene. Oh, did you not watch this? It's cr- It's so cringy. It's uh, literally, oh, they I'll just say, it. they just say, like, what do we need? And he goes, how about this? The cat tricks. Cat joke. Oh god. It's See, so, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you know what you're looking for, it's a perfect movie. This is coming. This is landing. But, this is landing nicely. Yeah. But right? surely Warner the Brothers, chaos. like somebody watched it and like had I to. I think read that's it. the point. I think they were like, wow, a good Matrix. Oh, they, they, they. No, uh, I don't believe that they're truly that. That like. I think Warner Brothers stiff. Is- but like somebody intelligent, like a human being, like it's easy to think of a corporation. But like, surely people read this. But isn't it a better story? If yeah, it's it is not, a better story. I'm just she, devil's if, every, Like, Maybe that's where my inspiration for this viewpoint comes from. But like, wouldn't it be more funny if she's fucking with him and she got away with it? Yeah. Wouldn't that be better? Yeah. It's like. It's her movie. It's her fame. It's her story. Like this is a, this movie means a lot to a lot of people. I think she's saying it, not like this is mine and no one can touch it, which you've helped me kind of come around on that. But like. You're not going to turn this into something I don't want you to just because everyone's making reboots. Yeah. Like, fuck your reboots. I yeah. will make my movie. And where I need to compromise, first act, I'll do it. And I'll make it so, have it the subtle film of sarcasm and cringe that you won't get. And you'll you'll go, it'll go right over your head because you're a big movie company. Yeah. To me, it's, this is it's not nearly subtle enough. Yeah. But I guess there's a world where there's people at Warner Brothers who have watched a lot less Matrix than me. Who see oh it, yeah, that's another point. How many of them it? watch the originals? Yeah, and they probably Tell don't. Me. Feel, to yeah. me, it's like Tell me Warner it's Bros. beating it over the head way too much. Like I, I would have loved to, uh, you know, just pull, pull all this meaning out of more elegant subtlety. But maybe the the best part is I can do this with the other three, <laughs> even more succinctly because I've had more time to process. This. Okay, okay, but we're not going to do that here tonight. Yeah. Folks. Uh, I have a sleeping baby boy. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, so our, where our, my review is still positive and with rewatch and reconversation, my, my review only goes up in terms of my impression of this movie, but it was such a smack in the teeth for not being what I expected. Yeah. And like, even if I could have had no idea of the story going in, I expected people dressed in black, walking on the ceiling, shooting guns, long takes of good Kung Fu and like people saying matrix ass shit, not yeah. going 
going for laughs. The and, first time he fought with Yaya in like the isn't that his name? Yaya. Yeah. Right. And they the actor and he um, all of their fight scenes you can just hear this. Yeah. Like it's so extra. Yeah. And like I, that it, me Neo off. does a Kamehameha. Yeah. yeah. I was like, God damn it! Like, yeah. don't do Dragon Ball Z. Like, we all love it. We all get it. We're all there. Yeah. And I really am so in for everything that can be like a computer allegory, like. Me the, too. The keymaker yeah. being like like some sort of logger backdoor rootkit thing, and like that keylogger is one password. You know, like yeah, yeah, or just like oh no, he's got all the keys, or yeah. like I feel like in Reloaded, like you're like this oh, one unused they're key. in this like white room, like that feels like a terminal. You know, that's like exactly. literally all these backdoors. I agree. Seraph being a login yeah. screen needs to fight. He's authentication to fight Neo. And so like, I feel like fucking multi-factor just, yeah, like literal and just meeting in the train station. These th- two programs that created baby, just the idea of seeing code and AI represented like in a physical form was exciting. And, um, yeah. I don't know. There's less new ground being broken with this one for me there. Absolutely. I, yeah, I completely agree. And I, I think, I think about this movie too. Like, I mean, we're, we're both, programmers to some degree yeah. me a lot less obviously but uh, like data scientist data engineer data engineer data scientists are smart i'm not smart wait oh really i thought you were correcting me because yours was cooler but data scientist is worse than a data engineer no 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 I, or, i'm saying it's a data scientist is much harder to be than the data engineer in my opinion i think oh, you, that, oh, you yeah, have that, really, yeah i said it wrong you gotta yeah. grasp math and stats that that was i'm not good at stats okay I'm, okay I'm calc and shit but sure but as a data engineer yeah someone who found his calling a little bit later after college in tech specifically and you know now working at an amazing tech company like and feeling like i'm finally doing what i was meant to do as a person yeah like i look back on things like the matrix and i'm like this is the kind of stuff that made me fuck with computers at a very young age where i would take my dad's old desktops and he's getting rid of them and i would just dismantle them i I didn't know what it was doing but i like i took it apart yeah like i got on the internet with the intent of understanding the internet because of this movie, right? I believe that. I would steal AOL free trial discs, (laughs) right? And they're probably just posting malware on my machine, but I used it to be like, okay, this is AOL. Let me make an online presence. Let me activate that presence. Let me like... It was your awakening moment. I'm saying. Yeah. The Matrix awoke me. Yeah, and and there are echoes of everything I love in the original three in this. Like, I, I went back to their programming a human now, like... In the big reveal in Reloaded that we love is that mm-hmm. it's all just another system of control, like the privacy and everything. Yeah. And like this is again, like that idea at its core has always been That's interesting of of how how AI would evolve to control people and the layers that we unpack. And we see that here with another layer of these tactics of controlling mm-hmm. Neo. Yeah. Um so yeah, that was the most and then like the way around it at the end was a little anticlimactic for me, but I'm still positive. I still like this movie. I would uh, agree that the ending was anticlimactic too. I, it wasn't as big as I would have hoped. Yeah, because like, like they didn't. I feel like they really didn't try to get there at the start. Like they should have killed the therapist. And I just assumed least. they would. And like they should have had a. a they should have gone toe to toe with him because now Trinity in, in more of a yeah. way than they did. Like you know, obviously I I can't think what do you, what could you do that would ever come close to any of the stuff you did in the epic final fights. Like they like break the fourth wall and it's. Yeah. NPH at the bar and how I met your mother. Yeah. Cause like even when Robin, even the things that look bad in the original matrix sequels, like they're but, pushing CGI to the absolute. Yeah. They like, don't look bad because you understand that it was peak performance that yeah. we were witnessing. Yeah. And like here now, like this like is, what, how take. are they going to peak? How are they going to push 
cutting edge technology in this movie. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah. Like, everybody does CGI like that. and Everyone does 4K. Everybody does Everyone Kung makes Fu. a, yeah, 3D version everybody of Everybody does movie. slow motion. My uh, hot take is I, I, I don't, I like 4K for using my computer. I don't like 4K for my movies. Okay. I feel like I can see actors acting. Okay, I don't like because the high frame rate movies and but, high frame rate. Yeah, I I'm watching people like act, and I, that's not what I'm going to the movies sure. for. Yeah, sometimes it is. Right, you go see Come On, Come On, one of the best movies of the year. Oh, I watched that with my mom. That out to Come On, Come On really makes it. me cry okay. like a big old baby. Dude, my review for that because I started typing like words and I was on Letterboxd was I hope Jack Black wins an Oscar for this. That's fucking because funny. School of Rock's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. When Joaquin Phoenix and Jack Black ask a question to a child. It is the exact same voice. That's a fucking and, and, hilarious take. I mean, they do sound pretty similar, and he kind of Joaquin Phoenix Cue looks up, Jamie looks more like Jack Black in that movie than like any other Joaquin Phoenix yeah. movie. But specifically, like I would close my eyes and listen to him talk to the kid, and it all sounded pretty similar. But anytime he would Joaquin Phoenix would ask a question to the kid, who like it just sounded exactly like Jack Black asking a kid a question in School of Rock. Um, but yeah, come on, come on, it's great. Oh, yeah. That's I'm gonna get that tattooed on my arm or something. Just I I just it's just very it's very personally resonant of a story for me I guess. Okay. And just it was very deeply moving for me. So yeah, I, I, I really like that one. Do you? Okay, before we I feel like we're wrapping up, right? I don't I don't care. Okay, uh, this but, gonna be bonus content. Yeah, I was just gonna say, do you? Because we're gonna do like a we always talk about movies on this podcast. But what was your favorite watch of last year or mm, a couple? That's a good one. Um, I mean, I could pull up my letter. On Letterbox, I think my username is Raw Dog, R O D O G G. Because he's Say it a couple times, dog. you'll figure it out. He's spring dog. Yeah, that's why. Um, I feel like it's Come On, Come On. Okay. Macbeth was really good. I thought that looked awesome, but like again, I do hard to do Shakespeare. I do the unobjective, like how much I like it. I've, right. I've read Macbeth. Yep. Like I, if I was ringing that objectively, ringing higher, it's just like I'd rather watch. Yeah, that's a great point of distinction to make here. I, I feel like it's important to know that you. I think fans of your podcast already know this, but like that's your approach. That's your yeah. take. I go for what is it? What does it mean? Yep. And if it doesn't have meaning, like a Mar- some Marvel movies, most of them maybe. Um, is it fun? You know. So I that I reorder those if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I I liked both those, but I like Come On Come On a lot more than Macbeth. Oh, I licorice pizza. That's oh my yeah, you Licorice did say Pizza's that. Licorice Pizza is my number one. I saw that yep. with uh, AJ and Joey Zypher, friends Loved of the it. show. Friends uh, of the show, friends friends of the pod, friends of the, <laughs> the thug life. Yeah, that was, I thought that was really good too. There, yeah. Yeah, it was just, oh, it's just sweet, you know? Yeah. Sweet. Good fun. So it was Come On, Come On, but Licorice Pizza, I think, took the cake for me. Yeah. Uh, Jordan and I had the thrill of watching Titan in theaters together and turning Ooh, to each other, holding each other. Is that the correct other. pronunciation? I th- well, so I Googled, I typed in Google Titan and it said French. That's how you say titanium oh, in, how French. You say it in French. And yeah. so then I hit the little audio Titan. button and, and the Google lady said Titan. But Titan. I've heard most people saying it Titan uh, in like American or like, you know, in America people yeah, say Titan. Yeah, go see that weird movie Titan. Titan. <laughs> I think it's a sequel to Titanic. This, this time instead of a sinking boat, uh, she is with the car. That's still one of my most memorable theater experiences of you and I not knowing how weird we, or how neither French. Neither of us had any context yeah, other than it's just, neon film oh, studios. And and so freaking out looking at each other. Um, I was like, it was one of those movies. I, this has not happened to me often. I was like digging my fingernails into yeah, the because we i like, was so like oh. oh yeah and 
but at this motor oil at the same time having genuine tension motor oil. so that's that's up him. there for me and but my favorite game since it's not a game it's just if people ask you to tell you ask you to tell them what that movie's about is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I go, th- it just every and then I just is stumble every absolutely time. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah. It's like I just like stumble like ah sheep. No, don't uh, say it. But yeah, wait, what? I said don't say it, but it's amazing. Oh, I was just gonna say it should have been a sequel to Cars. Yeah. Um. Okay. So that was our. No, I'm not gonna say that. Talk about the Matrix Bob's Resurrections. Listening. He's still listening. But She's if this is a, if this is a movie war, our our consensus is it's good, right? We're landing positive. Matrix yeah, Resurrection. Yeah, the premise and be like, why does it have to be a movie war, bro? Oh, why well, can't it be a movie peace offering? I would say, yeah, you know, that's the. Is it really a about choice? To invade Ukraine, but is, hell, let's agree on a movie. Is it really? <laughs> it's a the choice? same thing, right? Oh, yeah, scales. absolutely. What does it mean if I make the choice? That I knew I was going to make it all along. So did I really have choice saying it was good? All right, this has been a lot of talk about the Matrix, and we love the Matrix. I'm so happy. Thanks mm. for doing it with me. Thanks for uh, doing it with me. You in the podcast? Do you have anything you want to close us out with? Take take us home. Anything you want to plug? Plug. Um. Uh. It's okay if you don't. I plug my Twitter. My Twitter is stupid as hell. Vegan Dad Bod, come and find me. Um. <laughs> plug the new company. Uh, which is Loop. Loop is where you work. Loop returns, Columbus, Ohio, doing big things, man. It's super fun. I'm like, I'm having a great time. Nice. I'm great happy company. For you. Just super cool. Maybe yeah, now so you'll... look. Shout out to Loop. Loop is the fucking best. Thanks, Loop. Loop would have let you see the last duel with me. Oh yeah, if I was like, hey, I need to yeah. go. Yeah. Which is good. I think it's really. You good. know, I started it a couple times because it's on HBO or whatever it is. Yeah. The opening like sequence is like really like cool. I think. Yeah. The original like the traditional fight, but. I got very bored after that. So. Oh really? Okay, I could see it. Yeah. Shout out to Loop. Shout I, out to Twitter. I, I think it's worth a watch. Like, Instagram, tiny human heads. Uh, I think it's like Make a, art. it's a, it's a feminist movie for boys, and. Okay. I, I think it's like, a good Ben Affleck. I thought he was gonna be laughable, but I think he's good. He's always laughable to me. He put on the damn mask. Ooh, dude, shout out to the new Batman movie. I haven't watched anything about it. Don't tell me. Don't spoilers. You know I don't like trailers. Jordan sits next to me in theaters when I walk out during previews or put in my AirPods. Literally brings AirPods. The first time I did it, I thought he was kidding. <laughs> nope. I'm nope. just saying shout out. The new that, Batman movie how... looks so good. Okay, no And spoilers. I'm very excited. No, cool. I didn't say anything. Yeah. I said I'm excited. Yeah, thank I am you. the biggest Batman fan you know. I know. He is. I'm excited. We'll get him on. Oh, we should do a Batman podcast about something sometime. You want to do? We could do. Do a bunch Death of things. Metal Run. We could do New we, Fifty Two. I'm trying to think of like a top five, some like Batman movies or actors Have or suits. Have you done a list wars or, for Batman already? That's I'm, that's what I'm, I'm yeah, pitching it, to you. Some some well, type of Batman else subject. To combat me. I'll beat him up. Top five back here. No, it's it doesn't have to be. You know, everyone. Oh can, yeah, no peace. So War and peace. Well, no, I'm just saying the worst type of fandom is when you're a fan of something to the point where. You weaponize it as a way to to use right. against others. I, I'm meaning I wish to anyone willing to throw stones at Batman. I am willing to deflect. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I will play defense of him. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That's my yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's Batman. So you heard it here, guys. Batman and the Matrix are cool. We love you. We will talk to you soon. I'll post that Taylor Swift episode sometime or this one. 
Thanks for sticking with us. Write in listwarspodcast at gmail.com if you have any feedback or recipes or vendettas or mm. free ads. You want diagrams even. I didn't actually check the email. There might have been free ads to read this time, but sorry, free we'll get reads. you next time. Yep. Shout out Susan McKenzie if you're listening. Guarantee you didn't listen to this one. But we love you. Bye. Who's Susan McKenzie? It's Will's mom. Bye. Bye, mom. Bye, mom. Bye, Bye. 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 B